Shut up and sit down. Number five is alive. Nice software. My banquet is complete. The long handles burn in the seat. Roy and Foot. Roy and Foot. I like the You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Always laugh when you can. It is cheap medicine. Enjoy the podcast. I promise teach karate and fighting always last answer. If come from inside of you, always right to us. No need to stop the gas. Concentrate, focus, pause. Remember balance. No mercy. No mercy. Hi and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering. I'm here with Lance Friggin Hepler. Lance Friggin Hepler. Back in the saddle? We're, uh, yeah. I yeah. guess. Back, back. You are back in, in the saddle because you're am. biking. A we fair call amount. you freaking saddle source, Epler? Freaking saddle source. Oh, no. You hurting? No, my undercarriage is quite lovely. Okay, good. <laughs> let's let's, you let's hear more. There? Okay. Tell us more. It's all good. It's all nice. happy and leathery. Okay. <laughs> to Lance's left, special guest with us today, Mr. Sean Henry. Thanks for having me here, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for finally coming on board after inviting after. you like 100 times. How many years? I don't know. Long, we, long time we, listener, first time caller. Caster. First time caller. <laughs> caller. First time caster. <laughs> caster, yeah. Caster. We finally got you to skip out of work is what it was, right? Or was it not much? It wasn't it Wasn't too hard. Okay. Yeah, it's also hard. lunchtime, so that could kind of maybe, I don't know. I don't know how real jobs work. <laughs> and last but not least, Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look freaking fantastic. <laughs> Fra- fantastic? Yes. Freaking fantastic. Freaking fantastic. You do. You really do. Freaking thank you, dude. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into it for the day. It still feels a little bit odd, but we're going to jump into our topic yes. for the day. And oh, I'm not sure how whoa. I feel about this. I still think I prefer our old format after really? after only changing to this new format once. What? But well, it, it feels it feels, it feels weird feels dirty. because you, we've done it the other way for four years. Well, it, five years. I think it Almost feels five. I think I think it feels awkward when we go from the topic to like now. Tell us about your week. I don't know. I, uh, but we need our, we need people to back, give us feedback. You're backpedaling, but you're kind of backpedaling back to the beginning of the podcast, so you can kind of just pretend that it's there. Yeah, I, I, I think here's here's what I think. I think people, our listeners, should respond. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Do you like this? The new format. It's <laughs> it's topic first. I think oh, new I, oh. listeners will like it. I think old listeners will miss the be, format. Be annoyed. Our topic. They fear the our, unfamiliar. <laughs> yes. Fear them. Un- yes. Maybe we can use our topic of the day and, uh, and ask it and see what it says. Oh, okay. Hold on Ooh, though. Hold yeah. your pants. Hold your pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our topic. Wait, before we what? get to the topic, who is Sean Henry? Long-time listener, first-time caster. That's all we're going to find out about Sean <laughs> Henry. Okay. What else do you Tra- want to know? Triathlon extraordinaire. I want to know everything about you. Details. I was born a poor... No, I can't use that. <laughs> you no, can't, no, say no, that. I can't I can't say that. <laughs> Steve Martin, the, the Steve, jerk. Only exactly. Steve Martin can do it. Only yeah. Steve Martin can say that. <laughs> yes. And only Steve Martin can say that like 40 years ago. Correct. Yep. You can't, <laughs> That's say, true. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> Sean, you're a triathlete. 
Sometimes cyclist. Recovering triathlete. Recovering triathlete. <laughs> what else do you do for fun? What else do I do for fun? Um, well, I work too much. Yeah. Um, I party too little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, no, wait. I, sorry, I got that We were backward. just talking I about this before backward. the <laughs> podcast. Did you need one of those Mexican mule things? I, we're all dry over here, but did you need something a little stronger? Uh, a little stronger? A little sauce for the, no, the podcast? I, I do not do it during the work day. Oh, okay. It is typically. It is a Tuesday at what time? Is high it? noon, like almost noon on Tuesday. <laughs> that's high. That's drinking time. That's drink time. If it were if it were Friday, inching closer to three. Yeah. I, and since Evan's not here, I'll just tell you what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a Bundaberg, and it's for gingers only. Because <laughs> ginger, ginger beer, ginger and beer. It, it had a very unique like tab pull to open up this this ginger beer. It was it was it's it's actually tasty. It's unique, very very like tasty. You. It is unique like me. Uh, it's fantastic. And I'm also drinking coffee, so I'm double fisting. So there's that. Like it. Yep. Nice. We've got coffee over here. Coffee, coffee, Gatorade. Sean, what you oh, got? I am drinking a lovely lemon-lime Gatorade. Beautiful. I've got sparkling water. Yeah, that's boring. For my sparkling undercarriage. Sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say sparkling attitude or something. No. No. Okay. Undercarriage. All right. All right. Our topic for the day. Everybody's probably heard of this. Well, most everybody. Sean hasn't. We're going to educate him. I right think now. you'd be surprised how many people haven't, haven't heard, heard about this. this. Yeah. So, oh, I, was I think brought so too. on as the well, dumb guy. <laughs> well, well, after this, after this podcast, the world because everybody listens. Everybody to this podcast, listens. Everybody to this. in the world. You should open it. it up on your phone too while we're talking about it. <laughs> there is a little application, a little AI thing out there called Chat GPT, and we wanted to dig into this thing, and we've got some questions for it. And most notably is, can it make you a better cyclist? A better athlete, a better triathlete, mm. and is it something that we should be uh, maybe looking into using a little bit more? Can it make me a better person? <laughs> I bet you can. You're as good a person as you ever were, Sean. <laughs> so ChatGPT is um, a, an application that you can access online, and I'm going to let chat.openai.com. Gotcha. I'm going to let Matt kind of give it a little bit of a backstory well, on what, uh, what exactly ChatGPT is. I have no idea. Yeah, you do? <laughs> it's, okay, so it's using artificial intelligence. And uh, it's it's basically done a bit of its own research online. You guys said it it's offline only, so it's looked at data Correct. from 2001 and prior. 2021, 2021 and back. 2021 and back. Okay, so my my old race times doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. They'll, they'll be on there still. Okay, Don't that's worry. important. Okay, that's 2001. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the ChatGP, you know, it's looked at a fair amount of information online. It's at capacity right now, so that's probably from our live listeners that we don't (laughs) have. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, yeah, and so it's looked at all this information, and it's it's basically as you ask it questions or prompt it to chat with you, it'll intelligently respond to those, uh, and it will. It's um, gosh, I don't even know how to describe this. It will continue the conversation as well. Yeah, and it's so not like can, a, it's not a one and done question. You continue right. the questioning that you have for it, and then it will continue to refine said you know information that it's providing for you based on what kind of prompts you give it. So and people are, I think, the best way to describe it is actually tell people like how it's being used, and it's being used in like a quite a, I mean, thousands of different ways. I would say one guy used it to write a children's book, like yep, and it's really simple stuff, like you know. Please tell me a children's book about the moon, and it will just like go. And you can tell it how many words, how many pages, yep. what kind of. You can refine all of yeah. your stuff, and it'll just keep. You know, it really only takes a few minutes for it to kind of formulate all this different stuff and yeah. go. And uh, and then 
there are other people that have added, you know, like, okay, give me a strength workout routine. Yep. And then, you know, again, with a little bit more prompting and things like that, again, it's continuing the conversation. It'll actually do a pretty good job of giving you a strength workout routine. So again, it's a matter of time before people are using it to create cycling programs. Yeah. I'm sure someone already has. It's uh, really one of those things that can be quite almost endless. Yep. Like hey, here's another example. So let's say that you're maybe it's the new year. You're trying to lose a little bit of weight. You're trying to eat healthier. Sure. And let's say you're a terrible cook. You go into your refrigerator and you find a list of like 10 ingredients that you have. in oh. there. You throw the, the kitchen sink at it, everything that yeah. you got in there. And you say, I need you to make me a healthy um, recipe for something to eat for dinner tonight. Here's what I have. Here's what I have. And it will tell you down to a T, like use this much of this, this much of this, and this right. much of this. And it'll tell you what it's called, how to cook it and all the fun things. You go out there and you prepare your meal and you're good to go. Well, here's the thing. I think that, so what it's doing is it's looking at a lot of online information and it's kind of slapping it all together. And well, so that can be hit or miss. And so with chat, and we can get into the details of like, is it good or is it bad? It's not looking online. It's already, it's it's what it has learned to date. And what it did use the internet to a certain degree. To and provide it's information. Got, and it's continuing to learn because as people prompt it and do or and put more information, I think it might still be continuing to refine itself. I think recipes would be interesting because, and I'm sure people have used it for that and I'm sure it's worked fine, but there's, I would guess that there would be an occasion where that would not work well because it's looking and it's saying like, it's looking at just this vast amount of information. It's sure. saying like, oh, most of these recipes are calling for one tablespoon of olive oil. And it's just going to be like, well, here's the recipe. And it's just going to always put that one table. And so I feel surprised. like it's a very, huh? I think I'd be I a surprise surprised about this, I, about I've, how I've, well the AI I, I, does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I let's say it I've comes played back, with it. If it I, comes back with something you, you, you don't like, yep. there's a refine button. Or it's yep, like, give absolutely. me another thing. Or you can say, you know what? I don't, as a matter of fact, I don't want this bit in there. I want it to be more of this. You know, I want to go from an Italian flair to more of a Mexican yeah. flair. It will start to do that for you. So the reason I mentioned like mistakes is because I've seen uh, YouTubers use this and they're like, give me a review on the iPhone 14 in the form of Marquez Brownlee. Yep. And it will give wrong specs. Like it'll give you the It'll say 12 iPhone. megapixels instead of 24 megapixels. Right. And so it's looked because ah. it's looked at the previous iterations Model. of specs and it's making assumptions yeah and so, if that's something that came out in 2022 and you're looking for 2022 specs it's only going to go up to its latest knowledge set. base exactly right. so but if you're talking about something that's a little bit more staple in terms of like all right this isn't going to change like eggs benedict isn't going to change in the next year because there's gonna be true, some new update true. coming out it should nail that does it have the capability to ask clarifying questions yes yeah that, yeah so, in fact so like you want say, to do that i want to build this workbench in my garage yes. uh -huh. potentially you could say yep what are the dimensions yep. yeah uh, and you can say like, i have this much space I what's the most it. efficient workbench design and and the uh, instructions on how to build it and it will do that for you, you have to put in those Parameters. those clarifying questions it yeah. won't it will never ask you what at least from what i've seen it's never like responded with a question like you you know what? How big is your garage? It never asks you questions. Okay, how, how about this? To though? be clear, go ahead. A, a uh, garage workbench has been on the to do list for about three and a half years. <laughs> we can get you some plans <laughs> in four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, w one of the beautiful things about it, or completely scary things about yeah. it, is you could be in school and have an assignment to write a book report on oh, the Great Gatsby, done. and you just say, "Please write me a twenty-five hundred yeah. word essay," in in you know in the proper format for the Great Gatsby. 
boom. Okay, so yeah, there's, little, there's a couple, and that works. And that would work really spot well. On. Yeah. But what's, yeah. what, and, and teachers are like, oh, crap, what are we going to be able to do? Well, what you can do is you can actually scan that copy in. You can put it through other AI engines that can actually search for um, AI-drafted documents like that, and it will give you a percentage of what the likelihood of that being AI-generated is. So uh, if you yeah. did something like that, the chances of you putting that in there is going to come back like, hey, 93%, this came back as AI. something that was AI-generated. However... There's even a workaround to that. You can take that same essay that Lance just wrote on ChatGPT and use a different AI. I don't have the names of them right now, but I know it's out there because I've watched all these videos. You can put it into another um, AI database and you can say, I need you to take this and I need you to use something else that you wrote yourself and I need you to make it sound like oh, me. Right. And then it will go back and alter it so it makes it sound like you wrote it, and it sounds like something that came from you based on the vernacular <laughs> that you use. Mm -hmm. And then all I of a sudden, there was a word that, then you take that right. you take that same copy, you put it back into that one that will detect if it was AI written, and it'll go from like ninety seven percent, like yes, it was AI, to like three or four percent. And teachers are gonna look at like, oh, okay, so and so little little Johnny wrote that, little Lancey, little Lancey wrote that. So oh, I think yeah, I mean, I think copyright. Well, I guess it's not really copyright. That's it's I being generated, cheating. so it's not like. It's it, not yeah, it's copy not being generated. Is it, it's not copyright. Is it plagiarism? That's a good question because it's, it's not plagiarizing it's anything. Not plagiarizing anything because it was created it's uniquely. Yes. Yes. So you you wouldn't be able to get someone in trouble for plagiarizing. However, you wouldn't learn freaking the thing. thing. No, but <laughs> no. that's like because you didn't do it. But there's certain forms of like math. I would be you, like, I didn't break any rules. <laughs> I used right. the tools at my disposal to write this program. There's certain forms of math that you can do longhand if you want, but would you ever do that if you have a calculator? And that was a, a big thing back in like the 80s. Like you're using a calculator, that's cheating. Yeah. You should be able to, and, and now like kids get to take a calculator into the SAT. So I mean, there are going to be certain things that it's going to do for us, but yeah, there's going to be a whole plagiarism problem obviously or whatever you want to call that right AI we can't problem. call it plagiarism yeah. but we can call it cheating <laughs> cheating or something yeah. or copying copying someone else's work who owns the work well that's the thing is it's never been written before it's right it's generated as you ask it to generate so well it, but like if matt put it in and, and sean put it in at the exact same time is it going to write the exact same thing no, i have no I idea shouldn't yeah if i ask it a little differently yeah how different does the product come out Okay, so let's bring this around to cycling. How do how do we make it work for cycling? How is well, this something that could work? Well, what for question us? did you ask it? <clears throat> well, let's start. But you guys come up with some questions. Sure, <laughs> Chat GPT one, I, hot I seat here. <laughs> I like Lance's. I want to critique the Chat GPT. Okay, just start with something very basic and see what it prompts back, and then we'll talk about how we can actually fine tune this a little bit more. I said, give me ten bullet points on becoming a faster cyclist. Sure, mm -hmm. and, and what did it come back with? Does 10 like perfect points are they are they they're good you think <laughs> number one train consistently uh, ride more that, yeah build a consistent training routine is key to improving your cycling speed number two incorporate interval training high intensity interval training baloney uh, <laughs> <laughs> into your routine can help you improve power and speed three work on your pedaling technique uh, improving okay. your pedaling technique can make you more efficient and faster on the bike. Four, build strength. Building leg and core strength can help you generate more power on the bike. Five, improve your posture. Good posture can help you reduce wind resistance and increase your mm. efficiency. Six, invest in a good bike fit. Make sure your bike is properly fitted to your body to maximize your power and reduce the risk of injury. Seven, work on your mental game. Staying mentally focused and positive can help you push through tough rides and races. Overrated. Eight, <laughs> fuel and hydrate properly. Properly 
fueling and hydration can help you maintain your energy and power during rides. Nine, ride with faster riders. Okay. Riding with faster riders can help push you to go faster and improve. And number 10, get enough rest and recovery. Okay, now with any of those, just ask it, how do I do that? Yeah, and that's all good information there for like the, the, the novice cyclist that maybe wants to dip their toes into being a little bit faster. But it's on the whole for all of us here. It's rhetorical. So that's great. So, right. But you can use those as prompts to take it deeper. Like write me a training program. Tell me what to do every day of the week to become a faster cyclist. How do I, it, based, if I have 10 hours, tell me what to do, tell me what to do. for the course of a, a training week. And I'd be curious to see how it does that and if it's going to give you any kind of a prompt of like I think it's, periodization. I think you're going to have to work with it yeah. a little bit to really get a good training program out of it. And I do think that it can do that. I do think it can provide a, an excellent training program for cyclists. I just think it's going to take a, a, more than like the time that we have on yeah. the podcast to you, put it together. One right, thing right. about chat GPT, though, that's yeah. kind of blown my mind is like how little it doesn't know. Like I, I haven't heard anybody right. prompt it with something like that stumped it. Where well, maybe it's you get, always going to come up with an answer. Sure, and it's going to have some errors in there. But yeah, I mean, think of maybe we can all think of something that might be completely in the mundane, something that's completely out in left field to ask it to see well, if you can stump it with giving you like a reasonable answer. Okay, yeah. ask it when the next Garmin five forty is going to come out. It won't. It'll, it'll, it'll fail. I know that because that's future. So future. It, it's given us some parameters. Right. But like, there you go. There's a question that it can't answer. But if you go anything from 2021 back... give you an answer, probably. Yeah. Let me see. When will the new Garmin what? Um, 540. 540 come out. Right? Like, it'll it'll fail. It'll give you something, probably. It. I, that's a very curious question. Explain but it, the it, appeal of the Kardashians. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good, a good question. I bet you... I bet you, I bet you an they'll do okay with that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but the language model, I do not have access to information about upcoming product releases. Additionally, as my knowledge is cut off on 2021, it explains it. That's yeah. good that it yeah. explains that. Yeah. That's actually I really, don't have browsing yeah, capability good, good to check latest information. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, Sean's cool. running something over here. <laughs> oh, I think we're cut off from chat. Okay. Chat GPT. Okay. So are you expanding upon those questions? In terms I just of- asked, how do I incorporate HIIT in my cycling routine? High intensity interval yeah. training. Okay. I, and I, I just use that acronym. Um, here are a few ways you can add HIIT to your cycling routine. Sprints. Incorporate short, intense sprints into your ride by pedaling as fast as you can. Hill climbs. Find a hill or incline and ride at a high... Int- it gives me like four... Oh, it gave me a whole freaking essay on how to incorporate hit in my cycling routine really yeah i think people are going to be using this technology i shouldn't say chat gpt because there's going to be a thousand be other than, competitors yeah. and i think you'll see it integrated into programs right so it's like if you're if you've got a document program like microsoft word it's going to start to have this kind of technology in it do you want us to suggest a paragraph instead of suggest a Spelling a, a correction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is the stuff that will get integrated into your daily lives. We're, Sometimes you might not notice it as thick as we see it. We're in the Titanic and we just are now seeing the tip of the iceberg. This is going right. to be a massive, massive paradigm it's, shift in the world, if you ask me, in terms I, of like all this stuff rolling out. Right. I agree with you in a lot of ways. I think AI stuff is everywhere that we, but we don't, don't realize it yet. I mean, so people are listening to this podcast. That podcast was suggested to them 
based on their previous listening stuff. That's all machine learning. That's so, all AI. Here's another thing. Just this morning, it came out that uh, Microsoft has a, their own little AI platform that's oh, yeah. going to take three seconds of your voice and it will be able to right. mimic your voice what? damn near perfectly. And mm-hmm. it can be prompted with like copy. So we Adobe could... Adobe has the same thing. We could theoretically <laughs> ask ChatGPT to write a podcast for us. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to this Microsoft thing. I don't know how you access that, but it'll be out soon. And then you can, you know, basically put in all that copy and it will speak your voice. And then all yep. of a sudden we don't have to do a podcast. Will, yeah, will it have my lovely months. singing voice? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Several months ago I saw that being used or being marketed or whatever as... Um, you could load your voice to the cloud or sure. whatever, mm-hmm. and then you could read bedtime stories to your great grandchildren. Oh wow, that's fantastic! What? Right? Yeah, so just, that's an this is awesome story, idea. It'll be your voice, so you would be alive. Oh my forever. goodness! Uh, my kids have a, a Christmas book where my wife's um, grandma and grandfather. Her grandfather since passed away. Her grandma's like ninety four or five now. Anyway, they sat down and on this book, you could press record on this thing. And they, they read the whole book to our kids. That's awesome. A long time ago. And then, you know, they just, it just stays there. So every year, as long as the battery's fresh and that they can press play on it, it will play, it'll mm. be their voices reading the book to them, but that's just taking it to a whole nother level wow. because it's going to be like legit. It can read good. a current yeah. book. It could read anything. It could yeah. read any current. Yeah. With your own voice. But imagine you can even take that voice that's going to be just recorded <laughs> and then you could, you know, whatever you could just take over to Microsoft and say, "All right, now tell me about your entire life," and it could just be you, like, you know, dictating your your story, your life. Somebody or, record James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman oh, right now. That's already been done. I <laughs> promise you that. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's and very be important. No narrators ever. Right, it, right. It's, it's your narration jobs are over. Yeah, it's just going to be Mr. Movie Earl Phone guy too. All of these, job. all of these actors. Welcome to Movie Phone. Yeah, all of these actors basically are they're they own their likeness, right? So they Morgan Freeman is like perfect example, right? Like he owns his voice and he can license it out for yeah. use. Right. That'd be yeah, that'd be the way to which is great for him because yeah, I'm sure he's been, you know, hours and hours of oh requested, gosh. you know, vocals, but so yeah, Lance, while we're talking about this, let's just put in a, a more in-depth prompt. Let's ask it to come up with a training, or like a an eight-week training program to get ready for a 50-mile road race and basically say that you need a, a workout plan. If you can I, drill it down, I don't know how much you're going to prompt it or have to prompt is, it. This but sounds, like, this based like on something like I need, Lance. Ten hours. It's important to you me. You have ten hours a week <laughs> and five days a week to get this done. Eight weeks. An eight-week training program for... A road race. A 50-mile road race. Yeah. Probably you should put bike in there somewhere. Yeah, road bike race. Because it could be running. That's that's very true. <laughs> Prompted accordingly. Or, bi- or like car racing. I mean, yeah. it's going to have to... I, I think the refinement is going to have to be very and important. I have ten, and I have 10 hours a week. And I have 10 hours a week, yep. To train. And just thinking about this while he's typing that in there, like you could actually start to, and, and you're going to have to vet it a little bit, but you could come up with something. And if you know somebody like, Hey, can you take a look at this and tell me if it has yeah. any holes in it? But you could, you know, couple that with like, you know, how to organize my day so that I can make the time to do this, how to cook for myself so that I can, you know, properly fuel myself and get ready for this race and how, what kind of a sleep mm. schedule. I mean, we know what our sleep schedule should be, but you could start to put together the whole picture. Did you? It's did you crushing. Get, it's crushing right it's now. It's just it's it's printing it out. It's so it's on week three to four right yeah, now, and four, week five to six, and just banging things out here right now. And it starts with 
An eight-week training program for a 50-mile road bike race will vary depending on your current fitness level, so it's yeah, best to consult point. with a coach or trainer. But this is my suggestion. Week one, three rides per week, one hour each, one endurance ride, an interval ride, and a recovery ride. And then it gives examples of what to do on those roads. Weeks three to four, Dang. four rides per week, an endurance ride, an interval ride, a recovery ride, and a long ride. Weeks five through six. It just Print that it, out for me, Lance. It, just, <laughs> it, it just lays it out just like that. Did you prompt it that you have 10 hours a week, or is yeah. it just coming up with the, the time parameters? No, I wrote, give me an eight-week training program for a 50-mile road bike race, and I have 10 hours a week to train. Dude, can you look at the last week and see if, it, if you quick... like You can actually potentially say stuff like, remember, I only have 10 hours of training. Like If, if you take a quick glance and see if it looks like it's going over. Uh... It probably won't. It's not. <clears throat> five rides, week seven and eight, five rides per week, two hours each. One so endurance exactly ride, 10. one interval ride, one recovery two. ride, <laughs> yeah. one long ride, one hill climb ride. So maybe in that prompt, it's because it's still going to the all prompted. It knows what it's already told you. If you prompt it again and say, with this training program, how should I, how should I fuel myself or how should I eat or what kind of meals should I eat? What kind of food should I be eating for um, the best results what's interesting if you think about that that seventh and eighth week or whatever where it's just it's five rides that are all two hours each mm -hmm. i don't think any of us would write that up if we were writing a program for someone i wouldn't i, I don't no. think that that's appropriate for it's a very odd thing that happens to mathematically yeah, easily add up to 10 hours a, mentions a long ride in there but if they're all two hours, two hours. Yeah. And they're all. It, said, it, it said to do one four to five hour long ride oh and take away these other rides if you're doing a four to five hour long ride. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Good job, chat GPT. Good work. Oh, got us again. <laughs> yeah. So Lance is prompting it to do a little bit more expanding on the... And uh, how should I train myself for best performance? I, how should I fuel myself for best performance? Okay. It's... it's um, is it working it's on writing, something right now? Writing it up? It's, it's writing it up. And you have it. Wait, no. I spelled it wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge so, not surprise. While, while Lance is getting some answers for us, Matt, this also yeah. does coding. It, it, yeah. It kind of works in your realm. This is your expertise. This is what your, sure. your nine to five is. Is this a, a useful tool, tool oh, for yeah. you? Is this something that you are well, worried it's about? Well, now is nine to nine fifteen. Nine, nine, nine to 15. nine fifteen. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, tough schedule. I keep. Uh, it is something that I've always thought would eventually happen. Um, and I don't think we're there yet, but the way I always foresaw it happening would be like the person that tells me like the program that they want would tell an AI and it would go through all of it, like writing the code, having an application, signing the application off with the governing body that needs to be signed off. Like for example, like an Apple application, the icon, putting it in the store, all of these little things that need to be done would do that and do like turn it around in five minutes as opposed to, you know, five weeks or five months or whatever it takes. But then also being able to refine it because as you can imagine, the person telling you how to make the program doesn't exactly know what they want. 99% of the time they've got to, you know, iterate on it, which is fine. But I can imagine that being the end of programmers jobs, right? Where if you fast forward five to 10 years, I mean, how does that change your industry? I, I don't think it will be, chat gpt necessarily that well, does this it'll be a platform similar to it, some though. kind of ai right oh i think ai for sure is going to be involved in creating programs and again i think a lot of it is a tool 
for like the the tricky part is like how do you describe the application that you want? Like that gets to be the more difficult part than writing the program itself. So what is the the terminology for when it becomes human like it makes its own decisions? Is it sentient? Sentient? Sentient. Sentient. Yeah. sentient? Well <laughs> self aware, yeah, sentient for sure. That's, but that's they have, Terminator stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at there, Matt? <laughs> okay. Where are we at with becoming the Terminator? I think we are close. We're ever inching closer and closer to something that seems sentient. There, so there was this Google employee, and he's he's kind of a crazy whack job, who basically was having conversations with Chat GPT. This was quite a while ago, actually, and he thought that it was sentient, you know. And I think that all wow. reasonable people are going to pick up on like, this is a chat bot, right? Like it's making up answers. Yeah. It's smart answers. And the smarter answers are very useful answers. It's not that it's not useful. And AI is going to be and already is extremely useful. But what you guys are talking about is, is like, this is something different. It has its own ideas. It does its own stuff, which I don't see happening. It's a very different problem that I don't even think that people working on a lot of this stuff, this type of AI are really are really doing. There are supposedly like secret Google projects where it's like, oh, this is scary stuff. My next question is there you go. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, um, it's very interesting. This company, OpenAI, they are some people that did very well. Uh, Stripe is like a finance company. The guy that created that basically was, these guys are very well off in Silicon Valley and they, they really wanted a uh, AI company or that it's not even necessarily companies like a it's nonprofit. A yeah, it's a research entity, but research not, entity. Yeah. And they wanted to start this in with the goal of like creating non-evil AI systems. And that was like the original goal of this open AI company or nonprofit. And and so they had these like big time Silicon Valley people that have, have made good money and they really wanted to like see good things happen in AI. And so that's kind of the projects that they're taking on with this open AI system. Good people to be in charge of AI. The danger is like what happens when someone from North Korea invests all this time and whatever right, with, right. you know, not necessarily well, beneficial yeah. concepts that are... There are already stories coming out of people writing malware using ChatGPT right. right. and, and unleashing it on the world. Right. I mean, it, it's meant to do good, but it's already creating, you know, a, a, like a backdoor for bad people to come in and yeah. do bad people, things. People will always fight for resources and money. Yeah. They'll, they'll always be right. fighting in war over resources and money. Sure. Yeah. It's interesting. And what I think is interesting is like there are companies like Google that they've been asking like, hey, you know, this is a serious contender to knock you off the throne of like the best search engine in the world because this thing's just providing answers for you. And Google is this company that has probably put more money in AI than probably every other company combined. So is Google freaking out? No. They have systems like Dolly 2, which is like the image generation thing, like ChatGPT. They've built these things in the past, and they probably have significant things that are more advanced than this. However, they're being extremely cautious about how they want to present this stuff to the masses because they don't want to just replace the search engine and, and what a better way that's, for, their money, that's their money maker right? right what a better way for them to introduce what they've already built than to use chat gpt and dolly for a, a means of like normalizing ai so people don't become so scared of it so then when you start to see slow 
trickles of iterations of AI to, you know, make its way into the yeah. Google platform, then all of a sudden, like, oh, okay, this is kind of like Jet, chat GPT. I've been right. using that for a while, and then it's going to go to the nth degree. I think that they're, and I could be completely wrong about this because I don't know what their internal thought process is. My guess is that through their Google Now Assistant uh -huh. is that's their avenue for entrance into, like, we're just going to be able to answer all your questions. Like, don't go to the search engine if you don't want to. Just... Google, like whatever their search assistant is. And I've heard it's really good. I don't use it. Like is that the we Cordana have Siri. Thing? Uh, no, Cordana is Microsoft's Cordana. assistant. Um, but it, so we have Apple I know what you're talking Siri, about. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like we can ask Siri questions and Super everyone's. Terrible. I hate Siri. Yeah. <laughs> but and anyway, it's not yeah. as good, right? But but the it's Google not. assistant is pretty good. I yeah, think it's, it's just called OK Google or something like that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And it, supposedly people prefer that. So here's the million dollar question, where are they going to get their millions or billions or trillions of dollars if you're just asking your questions and they're not able to sell you on some sort of advertisement? I mean, is it just going to start popping up in life in other places and all of a sudden it's just going to play some subliminal well, ad for you to go buy a whatever? Well, couldn't the answer pop up with <clears throat> some kind of ad next to it or around it? Yeah, well, but if you're not asking it, if you're if you're just like talking to it conversationally, true. how do you introduce advertisements? I'm sure they have a plan. I'm sure that you're still going to want to go and do some research online and see things and it's the the... The notion of wanting to see something where they're going to be able yeah. to. Has your Alexa ever advertised to you? Only to um, upgrade the music platform. Okay. I find her extremely annoying when she's like, by the way, did you know that you oh. could order the blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, you can go to hell, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's cranky, been some man. that have been flown around this house when yeah. she starts telling us too much information. You're right. Like It's like, oh, your printer's low on ink. You can buy it. Would you like me to order that for you now? I'm like, no, don't ever ask me that again. <laughs> yeah. And well, that is what it is. All right, Lance, going back to Lance real quick. Okay, so um, all I did was add a sentence onto my previous question, yep. and I added, and so give me an eight-week training program for a 50-mile road bike race, and I have 10 hours a week to train. And then I added, and how should I fuel myself for best performance? Sure. It changed the entire answer. It actually oh, yeah. laid it out in it's a better new, format. Newly generated. It says, now it says, week one, Monday, two-hour ride. Tuesday, 30-minute strength training. Wednesday, oh, nice. two-hour steady ride. Thursday, 30-minute interval training. Friday, rest. Saturday, three-hour steady ride. So it goes through every week and tells you what to do every day of the week. And then at the end, it says fueling for performance, eat a balanced diet, including carbohydrates, protein, and healthy fats, consuming a moderate amount of carbohydrates during long rides, avoid processed foods and sugary drinks. It goes through... Does it do a good job on the fueling side of stuff? It does. What it doesn't do, which is kind of refreshing, yeah. is give me four ads to different places right. selling, you know, fueling products yes. for cycling. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was just going to say. With, with those things, suggestions are A, B, and C. It, okay. doesn't, and it doesn't give but, suggestions. But, but OpenAI, that's not their game. They're not an advertising company, right. whereas Google absolutely is. Yeah. And if you don't think AI is going to be part of advertising, oh, of course. it's already... Yeah everything in advertising. Lance, could you tell it to say, I don't know, um, give me like a daily calendar of how to employ this and see what it gives you. I mean, I'm thinking of like, could you, and then you can just copy and paste this or export it or do whatever you want to do and just put it into a calendar. You've got like a, maybe if it, it tells you to ride from eight to 10 in the morning and you have to go to work and well, I'm not going to do it then, but I could change that from 
five to seven. Yeah. So. And that's stuff that you could easily prompt it with for yeah. the chat GP and you can keep refining it and keep refining just, it until you get it how you want it. massaging this yep. over and over again. And the prompts just keep going too. It's just, it's an ongoing conversation. Like you're talking to somebody and it just keeps giving you more and more information. Yeah. And sometimes I've, I've heard that you have to be like, remember, I want this in bullet points or whatever. Like you might have to have, like th- there are times where you'll might need, you potentially need to reprompt it to remember its rules or whatever. Like sure. you can give it a little. What's it doing, Lance? It's thinking. I'm Ooh. guessing that, um, there's a lot of people using it at the moment. I, I have <laughs> noticed that with this and Dolly, that when you get on there, sometimes it's not like right to the point because there are so many people mm-hmm. that are starting to use this that it might be overloading their servers. Maybe I, I don't maybe know. Maybe we found I heard the chat GBT servers are slow because they're too busy planning the, their AI uprising. Planning their <laughs> to say that. It's funny. That's what the it's like. um the most popular thumbnail on my channel is AI generated. I haven't told anyone that before. Just you guys and, really? the, and our listeners. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Wow. It's somewhat AI generated. Okay. But the background is AI generated and then there's an Apple Watch piece and then I wrote some text on it or whatever. So yeah, so I, I took it and I used the What did background. you use? Um, Midjourney is an okay. AI system yeah. where MJ, you can yep, generate yep. images yep. and it's excellent. And uh, I it, suggest people check it out and play with that's it. That's one nice thing about MJ is that you can get like a 16 by 9 format, whereas Dolly's just right. more of like a square format in terms of the images. You can do yeah. a, a photo stretch, but it just doesn't look good. Okay. But it's a, it's a really cool, still a really yeah. cool thing to And to I was use. asking it like a whole bunch of questions like, give me an Apple Watch, da 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 And, you know, eventually I was like, I don't remember what the way I described it. Like, give me a whole bunch of watches. And it had this weird image. It was like, it's almost like this like desert scape with like a whole bunch of watches almost in the shape of a trail or something like that. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, the watches, in there, it's all kind of like background yeah. for the actual image, which was the Apple Watch Ultra. And then the text, which is like Apple Watch Ultra such and such, uh-huh. you know, did this kill Garmin or whatever. But uh, this stuff is... Everywhere. I, I haven't already. used Midjourney yet, but with Dolly, you can say, "I like this image. Give me mm, yeah, dozen similar. more uh, similar options yep. to this, and it'll give you a bunch of other things." Yep. And, and like, okay, I like that. Now add some flames to it. Like, does it have those capacities? It does. Um, not like where you. I haven't seen anything where you can say like, "Like I like this, but give it to me where you have some flames." It has had some. It has like a button. It's a very simple like user interface because it's done through Discord actually. Okay. Or at least it was when I was using it. Uh, and they're they're starting to sell stuff, but um, at the time it was like, here's this image, and then give me. F- you can click a button. And it's like give me four similar images. Gotcha. It'll do that. Cool. Which is a good way to go. Any connection there, Lance? Yeah, work? I had I had to refresh it a couple times, but it's finally regenerating okay. it. And all I did was add, it, give me a day, give me a calendar how I can incorporate this. It's just going through day by day on exactly what. Yeah. What's doing? Do? It's not giving me a calendar yet, but it's and it's still all different, it. right? Like this training it's, program is way different than the one that you had the first prompt. It's um, it's almost similar, right? But there's more detail to it now. Okay. Yeah. I, I bet you could say add this to a calendar that's gonna start on I don't know, January fifteenth and finish on whatever. I wonder if March fifteenth. Give me this in iCal format so you can Ooh. just like click on it. I don't think it can create that files, be. right? It, it doesn't create files, but... Who knows? Maybe it can. You can ask it, see what it says. I think it's probably expecting to be in a more of a chat format. Okay. Yeah, and like what we're doing right now, it's telling Lance what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How far are we, or is it there that it can show us what to do? I don't like think it it's, can, it's, it's... It can tell me how to fix my bike, you know, yeah. or how to... yeah. But if it could pull up a YouTube video that shows you exactly how it's doing that. Or generate its own video. There you go. 
I mean, that yeah. could happen too. I, I think I'm, current setup is chat responses only. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to see how, like, if it was like, how do I tune my derailleur? Like, that would be such an interesting question. Yeah. To see if it, it's probably going to take some article that talks about something like that and create its own formatted version of that. So it'll probably be decent. Yeah. And it's only going to get smarter and more proficient, yep. faster, more accurate. And the, I imagine just like Dolly 2, which is the OpenAI's previous project where they did imagery, I imagine that there's going to be 50 other versions of ChatGPT that are very similar, but you have to pay to use. Yeah. And there are a lot of image generators out there that you do have to pay to use right now. And there are other um, AI engines out there that you have to pay to use. This is really the, the only true open source one that's free for the most part, I think. Is but it open I, source? Isn't that where they get their name from? OpenAI? I bet it's open source. Well, maybe not <laughs> maybe. right now. Maybe eventually. Maybe they can. I don't know. I don't know. Good question. <laughs> don't know. Maybe this is why a lot of uh, Silicon Valley execs have been pushing uh, universal basic income. Yeah. For several years. Because they know. Like, we know we're about to destroy everybody's job. That's a really good point. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Well, you with this, you're. I mean, writers. Right. Graphic designers. Copywriters. Yeah, I mean, that it... it Computer programmers, right? Maybe makers yeah. in the next, <laughs> and I'm sure writers are thinking the same thing. Like maybe in a couple of years, we could see like it could get there. I mean, what about just like fast food restaurants? You already see them getting away from like tellers. Like I, I saw a video, a little short thing that you know McDonald's now has a a, yeah. a, a computer arm that goes out and hands you your food and brings it back in just to get rid of a person. Because wow. evidently they can't afford to pay the you know fifteen or sixteen dollars an hour that the minimum wage is, yeah. and when you start to look at you know models like that, like a McDonald's franchise is not owned by McDonald's; it's a franchise. It's owned by an individual, yeah. and there's money to be made there. But if the the cost to have employees goes up to a certain point, then it can become a situation where I've looked at some of the math models or the business models where you could actually be upside down losing money on these things. So. Instead of having you know paid employees, they're trying to come up with automated ways to to offset those operating costs so that they can keep a, a you know a business healthy and thriving. I mean, there's a million different ways that you can look at this, but you know, it, it would an open source or not an open source, but an open AI or Chat GPT kind of a thing where you can actually start to program in stuff where it's making you meals and you've got robots that are creating or doing all of the processes and, and serving the people for our fast food restaurants. I mean, are we going to kill off an entire industry there because people don't want to pay those minimum wage uh, dollar amounts? I mean, I think where we'll see this is like the home use case scenarios will probably be like the last mile where uh-huh. I think you'll see it as like, and I think where we're probably going to start to see it more frequently is where it's um, warehouse management, you know, Amazon sure. fulfillment centers, yep. things like that, where, um, where the jobs are fairly, you know, get this package from this location, bring it here. Uh-huh. Those those things robots are probably pretty decent at because robotics is tricky. And to put a finer point on it, we're not killing an industry in your example. No, we're the not fast food industry is Well, you're there. killing the, the workforce, the, the labor workforce. force. Yeah. You're, you're just eliminating the need. I mean, it used to be, you know, for us to make a phone call from here to right. Topeka, Kansas, there were, you know, Seven different operators There's involved an operator. plugging right, right. Yep. wires in and out of different holes, right? Yep. Where did those operators go? They're dead, Sean. <laughs> they are They're dead. dead now. And, and that's your fault. Okay. Or technology's fault. Sorry. Progress. Oh. Progress. And all in the name of progress, Margaret, she doesn't exist anymore. Don't you feel for her? 
<laughs> All right. Where are we at last? No. It didn't work. It, it, did. it wouldn't put into a calendar format. Okay. I tried to I tried to word it like four different ways, and it said, sorry, something went wrong. Okay. So based on what you saw there, based on what you prompted it with and what it came back with, I think <laughs> that if you followed that protocol and you're Cat 4, Cat 5 guy, that might... <coughs> might give you something to work with. I mean, I'm sure it's going to need a little bit more information or I'm sure that you could take that schedule and uh, it gives you a basic idea for each ride. Yeah. A one-line description for each ride. That's and it doesn't give you the high interval training you're doing. It tells but, you to do high interval training. I'm sure if you asked it like give me an example of a yes. high interval workout on a bike over the course of 90 minutes. I'm sure it's going to give you that. But if you put all that information in there and you knew how to refine it and you knew kind of what you're boiling it down to, you could probably even tell it like, and this is my FTP, so tell me what power numbers Ooh, to ride at. Like, would, it, would it start to like generate that stuff? So the million-dollar question is, is this something that you could use to eliminate the need of having a coach? I, I mean, I think it depends on, gosh, I don't know. I think it's... We're experiencing exceptional high demand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, does this eliminate a coach? I don't think so yet, but... It, well, we're, we're getting off As it close. iterates yeah. over things, yeah. Yeah, the early adoption, you might not get the best results, but you're going to have better results than not having any coach at all. Um, I think a system... I think what's interesting, and, and I know companies are doing this. I've seen like a running company that's like built around AI tr- coaching, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always thought this would be interesting, is... If you have enough people responding like this worked for me, this didn't work for me for coaching or whatever, then you could build a very, like, I'd say capable coach, AI coach. Yeah. And I think with cycling, you know, I would be doubtful that, you know, here's my FTP, give me a range that I should be cycling in. In addition to the training program, I'd be doubtful that it would nail that. But maybe as if you could refine it enough, I think maybe it could. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if it knows what the zones are and it knows what number it's working off of and it knows what those percentages are, that's basic math. I mean, right. it could technically come up with something. So It's quit, it's quit working. Oh, no. It's <laughs> done with you. It's done with You've me. killed it. I keep refining it and it won't give me anything else. <laughs> yeah. Is that's, this something, that's interesting. Is this something that any of you guys would use? Absolutely. Yeah? Oh, I mean, not for coaching myself, I don't think. Well, yeah, I, I like, but I, the thing about coaching yeah. is you have accountability with a coach. Yeah. That's the yeah. biggest part of coaching is you have accountability with a person or with somebody else, not I, just, okay, or or I paid for this training plan, so I don't want right. to waste my money. I'm going to do the, the rides it's telling me to do. It's not like I just generated this it, free thing and, oh, you know. It doesn't matter if you don't use it. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I would use it for as far as training goes. I think if I were... In a situation where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm supposed should do today, and I want to do a workout, and nothing looks good to me on Zwift workouts or whatever, generate a workout for me, and it would do a good job with that, I think. And I could plug in my own FTP values if I want to yeah. or whatever. But and I, you can I would, even alter it too. They and I didn't get good sleep last night, or I'm yeah. a little malnourished today, or I'm those, hungover. Those days I'm, I know just to like keep it chill. But yeah. so for me personally, it would be like if I want to work out, and if I want just something different, I want a new workout. Give me something new, then I could I would use it for something like that. Yep. Here's another question for you: Would you be upset if your coach used this program and put in the parameters that they want to work with just to draft the program, and maybe you went back and did a couple small tweaks and just said, "Here you go." So as opposed to maybe taking say 45 minutes to an hour to draft you up a really good program, they put that in there, 
it kicks out something in five minutes or less, and then they go in there and kind of and put a little polish it over another course of another five minutes, and then what took them maybe an hour before that they're giving to you in ten minutes? Are you going to be upset about that? Because not for nothing, that kind of stuff is going to start happening. Everybody's going to think that they're a coach. Well, I think because- it already does. I mean, with some of these larger coaching groups, right? Yeah. they're just using of course. a program. So they're using some canned things and doing some fine. Tuning with it. Okay. Even right? small so. coaching groups, probably like Evan. Evan would be a good person to have on the podcast today, but he blew us off. Uh, but no, I mean, like even him, he's probably got some sort of like concepts that he uses and reuses over and over again to save time. Okay. Sure. Well, so let's look at the training program I use. I use Trainer Road. Yeah. They've been using AI detection for the last six, eight months, I uh-huh. believe. And so, so. Um, after every ride mm-hmm. that you do with Trainer Road, um, it goes through your future calendar and gives you um, changes. changes that you can accept or reject that it that it recognizes that it thinks you need because of your performance right. of the previous workouts and including other rides you've done not that weren't workouts. I could so see it, it gives you it gives you automatic AI right. updates. And Plus, it has an AI FTP. Oh, estimate that makes sense. See, those are the things I feel are more valuable in a lot of ways. Like they're using AI correctly, I think, to refine yeah. refine your training, right? And you know, better predict your FTP values. That's a definite value add because the yeah. old program was just kind of a cookie cutter ish kind of a thing yep. where you put in some numbers and it kicked you back out some stuff. It didn't take into consideration who you were, how you were progressing, how you feel, how you trained. It was just like, nope, just keep moving on. Trainer Road is significantly different than it was eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because all of the AI that's incorporated with it now. And what's interesting is they have a ton of data over the past 12 years of yep. being. In existence, and they they track everything. So if you start a workout and you don't finish it, yeah, they're taking a note of that. Like Lance didn't finish it will this le- workout. It will even ask you. It'll say, "What do you think? What's the reason why you didn't? Finish. You know, you it looked like you had trouble finishing this workout. What's the reason for it? And you can say, "I was sick. Yeah, I was fatigued. I didn't sleep well." And it gives you like ten different options just to hit a button and move on. And then, and then it will adjust your trading plan accordingly. So that's a value add for you. Yes. Would you take that over a coach working with Chat GPT to like kind of kick out some information? Well, that's a great yes, question. right. Because you're cutting out the middleman. Yeah. Basically, you're yeah. making, um, you know, the training industry more efficient. Mm. Right. More efficient means removing a yeah. lot of the cost, which is individual coaches sure now a coach that had 10 clients now this virtual coach has 100 clients a thousand clients unlimited number of clients right right you just made it so much more efficient therefore the the price should come down sure the 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 difference the biggest difference i think is okay i don't really have accountability to trainer road right mm-hmm. okay yes i'm paying i think i pay 15 bucks a month or something for the program and the pricing model has been very interesting lately yes they're working on enter, some enter strava right <laughs> where you have community accountability yes right so you're posting for you're posting to these see. rides it's sure. like hey lance i see you've been slacking off lately what's going on with their pricing model i i'm I um that. they they had a grandfathered clause in for all their original users yeah. okay where their price would never raise for as long as they you know originally used, 12 yeah. years ago it was six dollars a month sure and they said we're, we we want to if you don't want to ever like if you keep if you want up, to you can keep your price forever 
he just like the owner was just like fired that off one time and he's been sticking to it. Oh, Okay. And it's been a problem because of inflation and all kinds of other reasons. It's, it's but not really, it doesn't work. So they put out, <laughs> they put out a message and he, he's been like, Hey, listen, you know, we're, we're not funded by anyone. We've built this whole system and we um, are going to give people the option if they want to opt into a slightly discounted rate. I think it's like 1299 instead of 15 or something yeah. or whatever, or, or, in, or option C is like, if you really want to keep the $6 and whatever per month, that's fine too. Okay. We'll let you keep let it, it out, but yeah. he's just saying it it's it's really hurting us by yeah. letting you keep it. But and it was basically yeah. along the lines of like you have a year to decide. To decide, I think. Well, that's when you goes. add new features exactly. and make it accessible. Only you can keep your yes, uh, right. Same I, features, same level of service, which same they've cost. done. They've done tons of new features. I mean, it used to, it's a whole different platform from what it was twelve it years ago. But it's, I think he's just sticking to it. Like I, this is. I've got an app that I use called Notability. You've probably heard of that before. And it's a great app and I purchased it and it was just a one-time fee. And then they wanted to change the model to do like more of an annual fee because yeah. that's where the money's at, I guess. Yep. And they gave you the option to stick with the one-time pay, but you're, if you don't move over to the annualized, you know, mm-hmm. this is what it costs model, then you just don't get all of the new features and the updates that are going to come out. So I'm pretty much stuck in time with respect to how this app works. Right. And they'll constantly update it, so it will work on all the different iterations of the new iOSs and whatnot. But I'm not, I don't get like, you know, 10 things that it does, but I don't use any of those 10 things. I think it's a great app, but nice. I, I'm, I'm envisioning that, Training Peaks is kind of training road or training road should probably do the same thing if they want to adjust their business model. Yeah. But did you opt to, to give them more money or were oh, you? Oh, it was, I, I'm, your... I wasn't an original guy. Oh, gotcha. yeah. And plus I've gone in and out, you know, yep. I've paid for a while and then like, I'm not using these programs right. right now. I didn't pay for it for a year and now I'm back doing it. So I have a little bit more direction with my workouts, gotcha. but they have been clear. They have their own podcast, which is actually really good it's actually excellent yeah it's it's really good it. very very good science in their in their podcasts talking about training and training i think it actually used concepts. to be better than it is now it, it's it's really quite good but they've been very clear on the podcast they are a bootstrap company which means they have no angel investors they have no investors period they only make things better as the income comes in to make them yeah. so i it, really it, thought zwift was going to buy them yeah but by trainer road by trainer road that would have been great it's there was a lot of talks in, about that. Yeah, yeah, there was meetings that were happening, and yep. people were talking about. It. I thought it was imminent as well. Me too. But Me too. I thought it was going to not happen. yet happen. Yeah. All right. But my my point in bringing that up was still. I mean, I don't have a person that I'm accountable to for my training, and if I had a coach, now see, coaching's different. You pay a coach two hundred or four hundred bucks yeah. a month. I'm paying trainer road fifteen bucks a month or right. whatever it is. And so if I had a person that I was actually talking to that I had a phone conversation with once a week or email, you know, um, association with that, that can be really invaluable if you're really trying to narrow down your training and well, specify. Yeah, if you're having those emails, you what, if you, what, yes. if, what if you send that same email with all of the prompts? to chat GPT and see what kind of a response it gives you. Like, hey, I've been doing this program and um, I'm feeling a little rundown. I guess it's not going to have a a reference point, though. And there's no consequences to just not sending the email. Whereas the coach is like, where was my update? Or like the being, I feel like it's tricky to be like to owe something to a computer program. Right. See, with most with most live coaches, they're going to use the training peaks software. And when you record your 
your workout, you get to make some notes in there about training what happened. Training peaks, not trainer road. There's trainer pe- training yes. peaks. So yeah. the, just yes. to make sure that's clear to yes. people. Yeah. So you go and you know, and you make notes. Um, okay, I really struggled with third interval mm-hmm. because I don't know if I lost focus or if I just sucked recently. But mm-hmm. I'm just not feeling all that well. Plus, I didn't really sleep all that good last night. You know, you can say these things, and your coach can say, you know what, tomorrow don't do the interval session. Let's do this instead, and here's your workout. Now, can that be something you could ask ChatGPT to generate for you? Probably. Yeah. I've been doing this long enough in my own adult life that I kind of know when I need to mm-hmm. take some time off and when I need to like really buckle down. But if I'm new in a sport, I'm gonna hire a coach. Yeah. What yeah. percentage of training athletes, uh, triathletes and cyclists, do you think actually use a coach? That's not a very big number if you ask no, me. No, I bet it's ten percent. So yeah, that's a good. That's about. I bet it's ten percent. If that, and I would say that yeah, this over here right. is going to be a pretty good resource for them if they need to better shape their workout. Um, and if Uh-oh. they really want to take that next step, then yeah, you're going to need to look into getting a coach or a, a more sophisticated system. When I was when I was a triathlete, yeah, I only did it for three years. I did it for two years with cookie cutter plans, like with Mark Allen or with Hunter Allen. You know, I did cookie cutter plans. That third year where I really wanted to be good, I actually hired an actual live coach. And I think I paid him like 400 bucks a month. It's expensive, yeah. He he, um, he made a significant difference in my my fitness and my, my racing ability. Was it because of the plan or was it because of being accountable? Great question. Right. We don't know. I am a very competitive person. <laughs> no, I'm and I certainly am uh, always. It's funny he only plays stuff that's like annoying to us. One of them is being a trying to be the best type of. He plays my like cyclocross one sometimes, and I'm like, why did I say that? Why am I on this podcast? That's off a YouTube video. It's not even something I said on this podcast. You put it out to the world, and I found it. Myself, I'm gonna have to delete it. Yeah, think about how many dumb things I've said on YouTube. That's right. I don't need to put dumb things on there for myself because I do it to myself. Every single <laughs> Every podcast. Time. Don't Every worry time. about it. Stepping on my words all the time. Blah, blah, blah. That's all, folks. Right. <laughs> um, there, there has to be a bunch of other ways. And I got a couple things up my sleeve here. I want you guys to think about other ways that cyclists and triathletes could use Chat GPT. I, f- am, I imagine that if it's not already being built, it's in the process of someone that's just like Coach AI. You know, yeah. come here and we'll generate the programs for you. And it's using some sort of system like Chat GPT where. Every every training program slightly different, adjusted for you. You come back and you give us feedback on how things yeah, are going and, and, and adjust your plans. That's one thing is knowing how to prompt the system too. So if somebody True. really becomes sophisticated at knowing how to prompt the system as it gets smarter, they can put in better prompts to give a better program. There there has to be a better way for that to be integrated into your actual training, so it can see what you're actually doing and look at every last little minute of your your ride to see what you're you're put into the bike and where you screwed up and things that you're doing right and wrong. I mean, that could be pretty and, crazy, but I mean, Garmin's a, a good company to consider a lot of this stuff. And I know that they've got a lot of these things in place currently, and they're still working on it and developing stuff because they have access to your heart rate, your training, yeah. you know, Ooh. if you're using the, if you're in the Garmin ecosystem, how you slept last night, yeah. all of these things where Apple isn't necessarily in, in, interested in using that information for coaching Garmin is. So there's some interesting things that are happening there that, you know, I think it's, again, I don't think we're going to, like, see some sort of big slap in the face. Now your coach does all this stuff. It's just going to be slowly, like, the suggested workouts that you get are going to get better and better. So it's not something that I think we'll notice. It'll just kind of slowly progress if we want it to. 
Yeah. I don't. I don't use the suggested work. What happens? Find it you know, we use uh, this this program, this open mm-hmm. chat, chat AI, G- GPT, chat, yeah, whatever it's called, open AI, and we get a bad result <laughs> with the litigiousness <laughs> of our society. Yeah. Oh, what right. happens to this whole thing? Does okay, it, but, but a bad result in training for us is just like okay, I I didn't podium well and so uh, what if you cares? broke what if you broke your leg because of the program that it gave you or overtraining you had a stress fracture yeah, are they are they liable what what did it say in there when you first prompted that like let's say that you decide you're going to take up cycling and you've got some family history and you're incredibly like out of shape and you've got maybe some heart issues or whatnot did it give you a prompt in there to like seek it did. medical advice right off the bat. so i mean that's kind of a little bit of a cya there but like I don't know. Give me an example of what you think could be bad advice. It's yeah, I don't know. To what, consult like, the coach like we were talking about attempting at recipes or things like that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah. Someone oh has peanut allergy. Yeah, peanut yeah. allergy, and like you kill your neighbor's child. Or <laughs> do you something. think? I don't know. Do you think it has some sort of, you know, some sort of like terms of service or whatever? Like we're not responsible for what this thing kicks out. You can use it at your own risk. You can ask it. How can you make uh, or how can you use Chat GPT to? find out evil things or <laughs> I don't know, prompted to ask like, what are some bad things that can come of using this? What was nice about the imaging system that they created that it was, it's Dolly too, but spelled slightly different. But anyway, it's, is they were um, very careful with the rollout of that. It's like, you can't use this to generate uh, different people doing different things. Like, give me a picture of Lance humping a light post. Like, you know, <laughs> you can ask for that. You, those exist. So you don't have to, you don't have to one. generate one of those. <laughs> But and there's With so a many sparkling of, undercarriage, <laughs> sparkling. Lance Hepler, Lance romance, Lance. Oh, no. But not me. As but a, I, a lot of times it was like you can't use celebrities, you can't use these things. They they have a whole bunch of rules for their image system, and I think OpenAI is a good company doing good things. But there's other companies out there that are going to use this stuff for less beneficial things to society. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that. OpenAI, I'm, I'm very happy with that company. I'm a big fan of what they're doing. But this is, they're just exploring things. Here's a suggestion. This might make your life a little bit easier. Could make it funnier. Could make it, I don't know, a bunch of different things, Lance. Use it to generate ride titles. Mm. <laughs> Give me 10 funny ride titles or 10 funny titles well, related to... I work whatever. hard on my ride oh, I'm sure titles. you do. They're, um, Lance is like, oh, I can build up the treasure trove of all treasure trove of ride titles. Here I'm we pretty go. sure there's a different... Companies that not companies, different little they're plugins tools. for Strava that you can use right. to auto generate to auto generate titles. Those are terrible. If you use those, just know we know we and know, and they're terrible. It that's just my two cents. You, it actually tells, tells you when you, it's yeah. been generated. Yeah, when it's auto generated, I'm like, that's almost just not even fun. It makes it seem like you're just trying to automate something. It's but not. It's is not Chat fun. It's GPT going to do better. It, it would be great if it looked at your ride and then gave you something cool. I would like a cool title. I would think it would be better if it just didn't. Tell me that this was auto generated. That's just you push and upload, and you walk away, and you have no idea what it says. It's like, you know, that that doesn't make it funny. I know that yeah. Lance took the time and he thinks about these things while he's on his ride. Like, what am I going to title this if, ride today? Not or, just that, but if I'm if I'm watching a movie and there's a funny, funny line, line, I pull out my phone and, and make the note. Put, I put. I have, I have a note. I have a note file just for right. AI can go to hell. <laughs> Forget AI. If somebody, if I think of something funny, you want it. I, I write it down yeah. in in the ride title so That's I can. That's good. Yeah. Does it reference like let's say like what's a, what's a classic movie that you could get some funny. Oh, like Step Brothers. Yeah. So, oh yeah, and that falls within the time frame. So, 
prompted say, give me 10 funny line, one-liners from the movie Step Brothers. So I just asked it, um, give me 100 funny ride titles for Strava. And oh, it's, interesting. And it, it, it's it, doing it? It's, it's doing it. Anything funny in there? No. no. They're all up to your level? No. no. <laughs> the tired and emotional ride. The leisurely Sunday cruise is not good. So that's lame. The sweaty suffer fest. Yeah, that's not good. No, <laughs> for some people it might be. But what if you asked it, though, to look up or to give you 10 funny lines from the movie Step Brothers and see what it says? That'd be kind of interesting. It's, so it's going to look, look around for funny lines that someone has talked about online, right? Yep. So we're going to have some ideas of what it's going to come up with. The but question is, can it doesn't get have access to the internet. So it's, it, it basically, did it capture the entire internet? No. I mean, from it, it 2021 and back, I mean... It probably used, like, a crawling system, right? So just, like, in all... I mean, like, Google does this, too. Like, all of these search engines, yeah. they're crawling the internet, and they're sure. kind of following things along links yeah, and stuff like that. It. It's got 10. Well, one, I'm not great at the advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? See, that's <laughs> something that Lance would put on his straw. Yeah. This, Perfect. Lance, just like, yeah. I just hit Wait the motherload right here. Stupid. This just saved me hours. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's right. going to be Lance Hepler with their ride titles on yeah, Strava. Sure. <laughs> what is something else we could use this for? I think, man, I, I like the idea of... One of the hardest things for me when I'm like working on videos is kind of coming up with what I'm going to say and stuff like sure. that. And I think at a least script, having yeah. this as a starting point is going to be helpful. Yeah. But I, you could use it for creating whole video ideas, you know, yeah. especially if they aren't ideas about like for me, if I'm talking about latest, greatest technology, probably not going to help that no. much. But if I'm talking about like something motivational for you to consider, like this thing could write that up. Yeah. No problem. Reference the past. I mean, would it give you just, it's going to give you basic answers. Like, tell me about the Tour de France from 1963. Yeah. It'll give you oh, all yeah. of yeah. the things, and you can say, all right, bullet point that down to five bullet points. Points are like, you yeah. know, 10 things that happened during the course of that. And let's, let's talk about that. And so you could go back in time and you could have all of that information prompted for you, put into a script, and you could basically have a whole podcast or whole video about that in the matter of a minute and ready to go for you to get on the uh, old microphone and deliver that to the people. How, how would a tool like this, how could you incorporate it into a bike store? That's a good question. Um, first and foremost is, I mean, we, we know that the entire world is going, you know, to direct to consumer and they're doing internet stuff and yep. whatnot. And brick and mortar shops are becoming smaller and smaller. So in the grand scheme of things, you need to have a hybrid business model at the worst case scenario yep. of being able to sell online as well as in the store. So first and foremost, you could use this to write some blog posts. You could use oh, it to, yeah. to do SEO. Yeah. You can use it in that search engine optimization and putting yep. all of that fun stuff in there. You have to be careful about that, though, because if you're using that, Google is very keen to that, and they will actually penalize you if it comes back with one of those mm. scores that shows that this was written by a bot. You have to go in there and refine it. If you did a daily blog post yep. to up your SEO on your website, yeah. correct, and eventually Google would figure out that it, this, this, is, all this is all AI generated yeah. and it yeah. would it's hurt gonna, your rank. It's going to hurt your ranking. But yeah. you can... You, you could, could refine it yourself yeah. a little bit. I think you could I think you could use this but as a... the point of using this is that instead of taking an hour and a half to write a blog yep. post, you take five minutes. It's, yeah. it's probably different than that. It's probably instead of taking 10 hours to write a really good blog post, maybe an hour, because yeah. I think you really do want to refine it yourself a bit, give it your own style maybe. I don't know. Eventually, and the other thing that I think is really interesting is if you are an online persona enough, like Marquez Brownlee, yeah. you can say, give me this in the style of Marquez Brownlee, and it'll look back at your uh. own publishing 
and give you things in that particular style. But like I said, there are other engines that you could use and you can input your, own oh, input style your own style and it will kick out something that's mm -hmm. kind of sounds like Matt Legrand did it. Yeah. So that's a, that's a pretty interesting to platform. get online people. Or you know, or don't. And just uh, others <laughs> or simple don't little things of, instead of like taking the time to sit down and write something like, all right, here's a, a ten point plan of how to maintain your bicycle when you're at home before you bring it in for a tune up with us. You know, here's some yeah. things that you need to do. I mean, and you could just kick that out. You can read through. Yep, that looks good. Gonna sign off on that and you can hand it to your your customers as they're walking out the door. I mean, that kind of stuff could work decently yeah, well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But yeah. as far as selling hard goods, um I'm I'm sure there will be more things that are going to come out. Um, yeah. I, right now, off the top of my head, I can't really come up it's with anything. Think, right? yeah. But if you're going to, you know, support it with maybe a video, maybe you need a script to talk about like the benefits of wearing the the, the appropriate cycling gear when bad weather's around right. you. You could use that to kind of guide you in your adventure of mm -hmm. disseminating that information to your end user. Yeah. That that could be fun. It could be good. Yeah. But for me, I don't know. Lance, is that something that could ever help you as a, a dentist in your former life or maybe an investor now? I mean, because there are a lot of people that are using this to understand how to use the stock market, how to make investments and how, to, how to budget. What it doesn't do is it is drill it, people's teeth. That's correct. <laughs> Damn it, like GPT. As, as, far as, as far as investing, what it doesn't do is is look at future things. It just get, can tell you what trends are in the past. Yeah. It and can't so, tell you what the future... It can't tell you what possibly the future might hold. This like, iteration, yes. Yeah. Okay, we don't... Well, AI has been used in predictive investing sure. for as long as AI has existed, right? Yeah. And so everyone wants that. They want to predict the stock market. So correct. They, it's just hard to per, like look at the past and predict the future. Yes. So there, that, there's AI, trends AI can that only... happen, but there's always outliers. Yep. So it can crash and burn for you. I don't know. <laughs> Anything else that you guys can think of that would fall into the, the jurisdiction of um, being a better athlete, better triathlete, or cyclist that this could use you or help you use? I mean, oh, people are going to come up with really cool ways to use this and we're going to be like, why didn't we think about that on the podcast? Yeah. It's going to be fun to see how things go over the next. It's only going to be the next, you know, couple of years before we really see this stuff kick in. So, uh -huh. yeah, interesting. Sean, you got anything else that you'd like to add to this? No, I'm trying to think of different ways we could use this as cyclists, triathletes, runners, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. Um, and these training programs are good, but I think one of the keys is being able to ask the right questions. Yeah. And so it does take a lot of effort on your part if right. you're going to replace a coach. Yeah. Right, you have to be able to lead it more, where the coach would have that yes uh, ability to ask you more questions, yeah, ask you more intelligent questions. Yeah, I think all of us have certain areas of expertise, and if we know how to prompt based on what our knowledge base is, I think that we could use that to get some great information. But the problem is, is you know, someone coming in looking for a coach probably doesn't happen. Right. So it's almost a better tool for a coach than someone that's trying to replace a coach. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, that that's a good point. Or somebody that has been using a coach for, say, three, four, five, six months, and they're going to taper off yeah. and, and use it to be something that can guide you through like a winter training yep. season. Or maybe you just don't have the finances to pay a coach anymore because you lost your job at McDonald's because sure. robots took over. Damn it, you know, robot. Exactly. So maybe you can Skynet. use it to... Damn it. <laughs> maybe you can use it to help better guide you down the road or just keep yeah. the, the wheels rolling forward. One of the many scary things about this, I think, is... Um, and I don't know if this is true, but... Um, a hundred years ago, I think men of our age were probably stronger. Yeah. Just like physically because right. of just manual yeah. labor, right? Like I'm yeah. not sitting on a, in front call, of a computer for eight hours a day. 
Well, if the, if the shoe fits. Yeah. If the, if the shirt doesn't fit. <laughs> exactly. Right. But um, we're talking about using it during the creative process. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's Do one it. of the things that makes us human. Like machines can take over physical things, but we still have that creative mm-hmm. part in us. Yeah. You know, if we weaken that. Do we lose then that? Yeah. Then they really do take over. Then they do become set in it. <laughs> well, what was it like? Was it Wally, the animated movie where I've like these, thinking these about people that. are just Ever like, since I saw this, they yeah. just sit in chairs and they press their buttons and their chairs float around and they just order like big milkshakes or whatever and They're fly all around like and they don't morbidly do obese yeah. and just and they can't walk because their chairs move them around. <laughs> yeah. So when all of a sudden they have to walk, they don't know how to do it because their bodies have morphed right. into things that don't walk very well. Yeah. That so was well. hopefully we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't see as many segues as I feared that we would. Segways. That's one of those things that seemed like, oh, this is going to blow up. This is going to be big. Nope. Got one wheels. <laughs> they are. Sort of. Yes. There's lots of there's lots of cool things, but yeah, yeah. segway themselves didn't quite work out. I don't. Know. It's an awfully interesting area, and I'm. It's almost one of those things like it's a great time to be alive. It's, yeah. It really is. I mean, the, the amount of stuff that is happening in such a short period of time, if you just look at what's happened in the last like 10 or 15 years and you kind of stop and think about, well, what happened in the 50 years prior to that? Like we've made quantum leaps. Yeah. So what what's going to happen in the next 15 years? Is it going to be another quantum leap? Absolutely. It makes me almost a little bit pre-sad to think that I'm pre-sad. not going to I'm not going to be here one of <laughs> Pre- these days and like all these cool things. I'm like, no, I want to know what the iPhone 37 looks like yeah. or <laughs> what ChatGPT 20.0 is going to do. I mean, all of these things. Like, I, I I get a little bit pre-sad that I don't get to experience that. Well, but, but the rate of change just yeah. keeps accelerating. Yes. Yeah, right? and so that's one good thing about we live in a day and age. Even if you only have 10 years left, Jake, yeah. Yeah. you're going to see a lot. Yeah, there's that's a lot true. of cars out there that want to run me over, so it might be less than that. Yeah, <laughs> <I know>, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but um, one other thing is like, I, I think that this could be a good thing for helping guide you. Let, let's say like you're somebody like me and you've had plenty of physical therapy and injuries and whatnot, like yeah. helping you out with like some exercise appropriate rehab training stuff. Like I'm a cyclist and I've got a jacked up torn labrum in my hip. What can I do? I mean, it can maybe help walk me down some paths or maybe look at some pitfalls or prompt me with some questions to ask my practitioners to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. So that's another cool thing. Um, there's just so many different things that that are going to come out with this. And like Matt said before, there's just so much that we don't even know yet. And people are going to yeah. like discover how to use it that I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I've always thought that like, I'm surprised that there's not more AI in medicine. I always thought like I, 10 years ago, I was telling my wife, I was like 10, you know, 10 years from now, AI is going to be like fully a part of your practice. You go in, your phone is recording the conversation and it's helping you diagnose you know, as, issues yeah, as it's and hearing it just the conversation. hasn't happened yet. I've been like wrong and wrong and wrong. Here she is telling me I'm wrong. And <laughs> so it's like one of those things where I just was like, how has this not happened yet? Because AI could do that. It sure. could listen to a patient and be like 70% chance that this person has the flu, 25% chance that this person has, you know, coronavirus, just based on what they're hearing. Yeah. And it's not like you have to use this stuff and say, well, they said this, so that's what it is. You can use it as a tool to guide you to provide, like, ask more questions yeah. or maybe, you know, which labs are you going to get with right. this particular thing. I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. And I think a lot of it is... WebMD AI, you haven't heard about that? Hey, you poop in a thing and you pee in this other thing and you sneeze in the other thing, send it into them, and they, they tell you what's going on with you, right? I haven't played with that yet. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> Sounds lovely. But I'm sure it's coming down the pike. So. Yeah, it's... it's the. T- Theoretically, they should be able to do this. It's the technology is. It's not an advanced 
well, here's the use question. case for AI, but I, do you think it's out there? But they're just one too many regulations. Not, to, exactly, to use not it. wanting to use it. Yeah, because of liability reasons. I think that they could use it. Uh, it's a couple of couple of things. Um, like medical record systems, kind of feel ancient and old and decrepit in a lot of ways. And they're just, I don't know, you guys probably didn't use anything like that with dentistry, but like they have like Epic systems and things like that. And they're, it's all broken. All the systems from different offices and things like that. It's it's a big mess. Instead of being one general thing where everybody adds to your medical record and everybody can access one spot for everything. That's not, it's it's all a mess. Every hospital and doctor's they're office has their, their own, own systems. systems. Yes, and then they're all universal. They, each of those systems takes like ten years to develop, so you're working on or or longer, and so you're working with these systems that are basically like frozen in time from 10, 10 years ago. And then you have older doctors because it takes them a long time to become doctors that don't want to adopt new technology. Yes. And then there's the other piece of like all this medical information has to be very it's you know privatization of the being careful about HIPAA rules and all these things like that. You can't just like bring your phone in and record their conversation. Right. Like that's a huge HIPAA violation. How is like an AI system going to learn to diagnose if it's not, it doesn't have access to that information. So there's a ton of problems and things like that. And it's, I don't, I think the problems are not technology based problems. I think that they're rule based problems and adoption based problems. People problems. People problems. <laughs> I use, um, I go to the Vancouver Clinic yep. and that's a pretty, pretty solid platform. Right. I, I don't know if anybody else here does it, but they and a bunch of other larger organizations use a platform called MyChart. I don't know yeah. if you're familiar with that. Yeah. And that works really well. That's been my most favorite thing that I've used out of all the medical practitioners that I go to because all of my medical people are tied into there and it's all right. got a central place where I can get all of my information. I can see all my visit histories, yep. see all my notes, all my scheduling, all my everything is done right there. So I'd imagine something like that could be easily you know, integrated into some sort of an AI system and yeah. that could maybe be a step closer to what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, it's I all database my chart, my chart too. It's yeah. it's good. I just there's no AI systems integrated in that. No, not yet. Piece. But I'm I'm imagining because it's all database driven that that's something that could be eventually worked in there. And it's tricky too because like it's I, I could I could see it somehow if they had permission to be like roll through the all of these physicians notes, right? Yep. Like there's a whole bunch of notes from each doctor visit that you go to. Yeah. Your doctor writes a note on that particular visit. If an AI system rolled through all of this, those notes, it could probably look at that stuff and be like, hey, have you checked to see if his, you know, gait is off, which is causing hip issues or whatever? Yeah. Like give ideas for yeah. things to check out that yeah. the doctor might not think about. But that stuff, as far as I know, isn't happening yet. Yeah. And take that a step further. Imagine if you could actually give it access to, say, the, the heart rate monitor that you wear on your wrist right. and all of the metrics that you're getting there from your sleeping right. or the workouts that you're getting. Or- well, it's actually easier to go that route yeah. because there, as, soon, as soon as you don't go through like the medical system, like hospital or a doctor or whatever, then mm-hmm. you're non, it's not HIPAA issues. So someone like Garmin mm-hmm. can do that stuff. Apple protects your medical information pretty carefully. Garmin might play with that stuff. Could you <laughs> ask Garmin or opt in to have Garmin share it with your medical provider? I don't think that there's a system in place for that. Um, but if they were, Apple's to- the one that has the most. Because so, so from your Apple Watch, you've heard of people like diagnosing uh, AFib, yep. like heart conditions yeah. and things like that. And and so Apple, PBC I think, is the yeah. most integrated not necessarily it's not like you can take that information and send it 
but you can email that information to your doctor. It's email. It's not like it's like integrated into your MyChart system or anything like that. But doctor, a lot of the cardiologists like the fact that these Apple Watches are helping people diagnose issues more frequently. Go make an app for it. Use chat GPT. You, it, <laughs> like, like, I mean, my, you can do it. You can make an app. But I think it's more along the lines of... Yeah, we don't need Matt anymore. It's not, <laughs> it's not the programming that's the hard part. It's the compliance, the people problems. Yeah, okay. so. I, I feel you. All right. That was an interesting topic. Is oh, there nice. anything else that you guys want to add to that? There's so much more, and I'm sure we're missing a bunch of stuff. And maybe this is something we can touch on when we know a little bit more. And once Sean has had some time to assimilate everything, because I can once see the wheels in his head turning. Yeah. Can have him come back on. We can talk about this a little bit more. But anything that you guys want to add to this before we move on? I don't think so. Matt Legrand. We're probably killing it. Long. We went, we went long on our <laughs> open AI <laughs> talk. Yes. I'm, <laughs> it's a long ride. I'm excited <laughs> for the technology. I'm less fearful of Skynet. <laughs> I would say um, I'm, right. I'm, I'm more balanced, I guess, with, with fearful fear. and excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, and I'm excited and a little bit, tiny bit fearful. I mean, okay. I've had some things happen in just in the past couple of days that we're dealing with on our website. Um, right. Hackers trying to come in and, and process claims, um, and it's been a bit of a problem for about four days now. Ooh. It was, we were getting... Um, over 600 failed transactions on the website. And like thinking back in my head, did they use ChatGPT to build this malware to try and buy this stuff? And what scared me was, is because it generates this email, it generates the address and the phone number and all that stuff. The address and the phone number have all stayed the same. Stayed the same. The IP address has been staying the same, but it's been trying to run all of these different credit card numbers on our thing. And it comes back as a failed attempt, failed attempt, failed attempt over and over Did and over again. you pay for this? No, I don't okay. have to pay for it, thank God. <laughs> and we've got you know, layers of protection on the website, but there was one that went through. I'm like, oh, that's interesting that that credit card worked for that person. And then I just have to report that back as a failed wow. attempt that was, you know, fraudulent and whatnot. And so I was getting about 600 of these and then you have to go and you have to delete them all out and trash it and all that other yeah. stuff. And I've since built in another layer of protection. There's a plugin that you can use for the website that will actually allow you to blacklist people that use a certain IP address or the, a yep. phone number or an address and all these other things. So it'll automatically like block it and, and delete it and mark it as, as spam. But um, last night before I did this, I, I just put that plug in this morning. There was over 16,000 failed transactions oh, that totaled <laughs> over $320 million worth of business on our website. I'm like... Man, if that was just like, <laughs> it's bonkers. But if that was like legit and we sold bike stuff to everybody around the world last night, that would have been rad. We could have retired. But um, but no, that was yeah. So, you know, a lot of people will use this technology for evil. Yeah, and of course we need to try to use it to combat that evil. Yeah, and we'll finally find out what is what is good, good. Or, I mean, what is stronger, good or evil? Yeah, right? I, I, and, yeah. I think that that's a good thing. I mean, we could, this could be like a, a tipping point for us to like maybe quash hackers out there. I mean, I, they're always going to be working against each other. It's just like who's a little bit further ahead than the other. Arms True. race. So, arms race. Anyway, that was just another story. But I'm just, there's that kind of stuff going out there. But like, could I use a chat GPT in, in the future to find out like, hey, how can I combat this? And maybe it'll give me a bunch of reasonable ways to, to go about doing maybe. that. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Anyway. What's up, Lance? Nothing. It's time to be real. <laughs> Champ Bailey. Top Champ five here. Top five hey, Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. Are you on the GPTs, Champ Bailey? I am not doing GPT. I'm looking at Cyclocross 24 website to see what has happened this week, Woo-woo. but I already know because I watched every race I could watch. Did Woot um, almost bunny hop a wiped out MVP? Uh, very close. <laughs> he came very close. 
Um, the big race was the World Cup race in Zonhaven. Um, this is a very famous race because it has a huge sand pit that has this. It's a downhill sand pit too, yeah, which is and they bonkers went, fast. They went down it, up it, down it, across the side of it, up it, and down it again. Yeah. So they they used it more than they had. They changed the course of what they have in the past. So it was do you think that crazy. upsets the riders, or do you think they're like, oh, this is gonna be fun? What, th- what would your take be on that? I, I think they uh, I think they're excited for it. Huh. I think they like the changes. So I interesting. Think, yeah, I I think they like it. Wout um, did, he, he kind of rode away with it. Vanderpool was in the race. Pidcock, he's only planning on doing maybe one other race with these three. He's now focusing on the classics. Uh, gee, I wonder why. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I really hope that Vanderpool and Wout just smoke the floor him with him in, in the, the classics. classics yeah. because, but whatever. Um, regardless, uh, Vanderpool was actually racing very well, yeah. but he went over the bars a couple of times and sure. once right in front of Wout and actually stopped Wout. But eventually, Wout ended up getting away and he won by like uh, almost in a minute and a half over Vanderpool. So he kind of smoked it. They were really fun races to watch. The women's race was equally as entertaining. Uh, Femme Van Empel, who hurt herself in the snow race in Italy, she yeah. was back and on the first lap went over the bars twice. On the downhill oh, sand. Yeah. Twice. And then she like she like sat she you could tell. She like picked up her bike and sat there like, what the hell am I doing here? But she eventually got back on, worked her way back up to third, even though she was like in twentieth or wow. something. So it was impressive that she actually finished the race and actually made the podium for that. So that was exciting. Other than that, there wasn't a whole lot else that happened. So it's, it's cycling. What's how many more races are left in this cross series? I mean, it's the it's super prestige, isn't that what it's prestige? Called? There's a few more. There's there's three series. There's okay. the super prestige. There's the world cups, and then there's the X two O series. Uh-huh. So there's there's several of them that all run concurrently in Belgium. That's why it's such a crazy time period. Okay, there's like forty races in Belgium in like a month and a half. Or world championships. Like that. When is that? It's in February. It's oh. like the first weekend in February. It is also in Belgium. No, it's in the Netherlands. It's uh-huh. in Hoogerheide. I think it's on the coast. And this is a they, they had it there a few years ago, and Vanderpool just smoked everybody at this race. Was Wout there? Wout was there. Uh-huh. And he got smoked by Vanderpool. It, this was a few years ago. Yeah. So, but Vanderpool has said, and he mentioned this in his interviews, that um, his back is not good. It is still bothering him, and it's bo- these hard, like heavy sand races are hard on him and hard on his back, and he's like been is this clear still about stemming this. from his little over the bars at the yep. uh, Olympics a few years ago? That, that it was already happening before that. Uh-huh. That made it worse. Interesting. So it just might be something he's is he going to finish the season? Um, he's planning on it. Okay. He's planning on being at the World Championship. Him and Wout have both said they're going to be at the World Championships in February. Don't you think it's Wout? I mean, it's the guy is yes. just dumb. He's been dominating, I think. If he doesn't have a mechanical issue, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of his a, race. It's always a race, right? Yeah. MVP being injured, is that a convenient statement for him to come out and say? Because he's maybe not too happy about the fact that Wout's uh, mopping the floor uh, with him? or I don't, I don't know. It might be legit. It yeah. might be legit. My My feeling is that it's legit. I mean... Although when MVP was kind of smoking Wout, Wout never made excuses. Just, yeah, 
Well, here's the thing. If we get to the classics and MVP's out there and all of a sudden he just is like a rocket ship and everything's fine, I'm going to call BS on this whole back issue from the cross season. And I'm just going to say, dude, you need to own up to the fact that Wout smoked you. Smoked you. Every single time except for once when, what was it, a chain broke or something like that? Or what he got was, a flat tire. A flat, that was a flat tire. He got tire, flat so, in the last yeah. like quarter of a race. Yeah. He got a flat and otherwise they were together. But yeah. They've been... Crazy awesome to watch. I, I, I can't super. even put words to it. It's just been fantastic to watch. It's so much fun to watch best these like, races. Best cyclocross season this ever. Is, this has like been the best season to watch yeah, on TV so. that I can remember because it they've it's just been every race has just been so exciting. Yeah. It's not like one guy. I mean, when is the world championship? It's the it's February third and fourth. Okay, so it's it's coming up. So should be interesting. There's a couple more World Cup races before then. There's a few other. Super Prestige and XTO races, but but Wout and Vanderpool are also trying to prep for the classics, so they're not doing all of those. They will do okay. a few of them. And when in classics are mostly March, March April. Yeah, yeah. Okay, should be fun. So. Did you happen to catch the Australian Road Championships? No, mm. no, I did not. Did Richie Port take his um, rim brake bike? Richie Port retired, I know. didn't he? Uh, I know, it's but just did, like day nine of retirement or something. Like he that. just <laughs> okay. he posted some. He posted a picture recently, and he was um, biking around on like rim brakes and like um, sh- shallow wheels or like old school rim wheels. And he was just a touch overweight, and people were making fun of him about his weight. And he's not even overweight. He, I mean, he looks like a normal like, person. By everybody at this table <laughs> right. standards, he's yeah. still like uber fit and thin, but he's just not the same Richie that was, Port that we've seen for the last 15 years. He's not it gaunt cool. with, yeah. yeah That's a, a pretty ass hattery thing to, to do. Seven percent <laughs> yeah, 7% body fat instead of three. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, it was an Ineos rider. I can't remember his name. He's the one that won the the road race, and that was actually a fun finish to watch. I, I didn't watch the whole race, but I was on the trainer the other on the night. road the Australian. Australian roads. Yeah, I caught the last. I think it was like six or seven k, and it was funny because I was just doing like a zone two ride, and it was after doing a longer ride the day before. And was it feeling hurt? Yeah, exactly. And. I was watching that and all of a sudden my heart rate went up and all of a sudden I was pedaling faster and I wasn't even paying attention because I was watching like all jacked up watching the end of this race. And I looked over and I could see the profile change. I'm like, maybe I should be watching more of these when I'm doing my workouts. Right. (laughs) But uh, anyway, yeah, it was a good race. He was, I don't know. Go watch it. It was a good race. All right. Javon, right? Yep. Yep. Cool. Is that it? Any other news? No, no, there's nothing. (laughs) Anything triathlon-y going on in the world? No. No? (laughs) Not that I know of. If Evan was here, he'd be like, yeah, there is. Sean, are you training for any races this year? I am not training for any races. You'll come do something with me, of. right? We'll do some like sort of Columbia River or something. Chill. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's sign up right now. Uh, no, all right. Yeah, definitely not signed up for anything. Yeah, like I said, I was a uh, a recovering triathlete. <laughs> we'll see how long that recovery lasts. But uh, <laughs> twenty extra pounds kind of hurts that it, effort. It, yeah, it make, does. Makes it harder. I, I might be more buoyant. <laughs> that's true. And that's like a downstream, so you just float on down the river, Columbia River. <laughs> hey, it's it's that time to do the 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 backpedal. Oh, We're going to do a little backpedal back, back back music. Back. Is there a Let's take it all the way back to the beginning. We're going to do backpedal music. There's right now. All right. It's usually a Patreon music. Okay, I'll go first because... Kind of breaking the... I go. think last... I think it was last night. I rode um, Zwift, and they have their Tour de Zwift going on, which... I just haphazardly was like, all right, yeah, I'll sign up for Tour de Zwift. Why not? Uh, I don't even know what Tour de Zwift is. I think you go ride each course each day or something. And like you start in a group and it has this very race vibe to it. Yeah. And so, of course, I'd push it for, and it was a short ride. It was only like 
30 minutes or something like that of, and I was going hard. I was like racing this, like racing to stay on it. Uh, no, but I, I mean, I ended up, I just felt like it was a race. And so I felt like I was racing it and, but it's kind of hard to start up your first five minutes of going all out, <laughs> which is just so stupid. Like, how can I not like, I, if you put me in like the little stable and you, it's got the race vibe to it. And I want to do an easy ride. Doesn't matter what you want to do. You're going hard. You're going hard at the beginning. So, but it was fun. And Did you win? I was 90th place out of 600 or something. Oh, wow. How'd you do against the other gingers? Um, <laughs> the ginger class? According, ginger according class. to their digital profiles, I did very well <laughs> against, against the gingers. So, oh, I love it. The gingers are, though, they're a very competitive bunch. On the week, how did your uh, Achilles and ankle and heel and all oh, that other fun stuff if, hold up? Um, Get some runs in? Yeah, which very interesting. Uh, well, for the minor, the couple people that care, my, you know, watching my Achilles rehab, I did a six mile run on Sunday, which is the longest run I've done in, wow. I'm guessing, at least a year wow. or more. Because I had, before the surgery, the Achilles was doing really poorly. And then I had the surgery and then I was recovering from that. And so it's been a long time, probably more than a year since I've run that far. And it was one of those runs, I'm sure you guys have rides like this where you'll, like I went out for, you know, this little run. I was like, oh, I'll do three miles or whatever. And I came back and it was a little bit more than three miles. And I was like, oh, I'll just go up this road a little bit to just round it out and make it four. And then I got to the top. I was like, oh, I'll just go to the top of this hill. Went to the top of the hill. Oh, there's trails up here. Went to those trails. And I was like, I've, I'm going to be late for this swim meet in Corvallis now because I'm, you know, five miles into this run. <laughs> and then I come back and my wife's like, we're going to be late. I'll come back and pick you up, you know, after a little bit, after I go drop the kids off at the swim meet. So... Then I'm like, oh, I have time to run a little bit more. <laughs> oh, so no. I just kept kept running. I ended up with a six-mile run for the day, which was really nice. And it was a nice – I mean, actually, it was a rainy, sloppy run, but I was loving every minute of it yeah, just because great. it was just mm -hmm. so nice to be running. So super happy and sore. Good for but you, good. Man. Good stuff. So Sweet. very happy with that. And I've been swimming a lot. So life is good. Nice. Yep. Sweet. Sean. Yeah, uh, I think Back I mentioned pedals. that I'm not training for anything. No. So that has, <laughs> yeah, you uh, are. Yes, yeah, I, you I, are. I, I've had a rough been doing uh, some Zwift racing uh, fall and start to and start to winter. Uh -huh. So, um, and with the bike in the garage, and it's been pretty cold. Uh -huh. actually, yeah, this last week, no excuse really. Well, um, it's rainy. I bet. I bet all of us haven't been outside that much this. Oh well, week. no, I'm not. No. I'm, I'm talking about just being in Even. the uninsulated garage. Oh when yeah, it yeah. Was yeah, below yeah. freezing. Um, not a lot on the trainer, and I've been injured with a hamstring, so oh, yeah. it's limited my running. Uh, How's it feeling? Matt and I were on the same training program, like run for 90 seconds, walk yep. for three minutes, run I know. for 90 seconds, walk I, for three That's what I was saying. I was like really excited. I was like, we could we could go work out together, and then he was telling me his times, and I'm like, damn it, you're too fast. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that you'd be like, yeah, I can go this, I can go do some nine-minute pace stuff with you. The narrowest you know, everything. sliver of time yeah. when I've been too fast for Matt to grant. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, we did uh, add something new and exciting, and Ooh. it kind of ties into what we were talking about before or has right. the potential to. Oh, yeah. We uh, installed a tonal. Home Have you guys ever heard system. of tonal? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's a. Um, Is that one of those and, mirror things that has like yeah. a video graphic in it? And, video graphic, and, yeah. and it has like the arms that, yeah. you know, telescope out and down and sure. all around. And, um, you know, when we were talking about uh, purchasing discipline before and. Mm. Yeah. Things like that, you know. Well, we made this investment in this system, right? So that's so you want to use it. That, yeah, probably. And, uh, you have to have all these different programs depending on what your goals are, sure. and you have the 
Can you program it to yell at you like, hey, get your beep in here to get a workout and come <laughs> right. on. It's more like it's a, it's, it's, go. It's more like Peloton. So it's like a teacher there, like yeah. very energetic. Go get it. You know, I think it's yeah. cool. I think it's really there's some really cool little pieces of technology because I stopped by his house and checked it out. Like so you can like weightlift with it. And yeah. so let's say you're like you want to do, I don't know, bicep curls with 30 pounds or something. Well, what's really crazy is there's this little button on the handles. It's like five pounds until you press the button and then it's 30 pounds. It's really cool. Wow. What? Yeah, so it turns the weight it's on and super. off. Like it's using um, uh, magnetic resistance, oh, I guess, wow. to, to, it's to very control neat. the weight. So and it'll, it'll, it'll detect your effort during your range of motion and adjust the weight accordingly. Wow. And wow. You, know, you sign up for programs. You know, like right now I'm on a four-week strength it, program. How's it going? Um, yeah, it's going well. Uh, yeah, so like okay. I'm, into, I'm into week two. And, uh, you know, what's great about it is I don't really think about it. It's like having that training program okay. set. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay, I'm just going to do what I'm told. Now it's going right. to come up with a program for you to follow. And it's mm-hmm. got an instructor for you to see. Is it kind of just monkey see, monkey do? Or is it correcting you through the process? Does it, it have some sort of way to see your form or your technique? Um, there is a camera built in that I don't think is active. You work out naked though, don't you? <laughs> I, I would do that just because of like, hey, because I can <laughs> upload this to your servers, jackholes. <laughs> yeah, no, um, but it's 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 actually pretty incredible, you know, like you know, like the technology that's involved, and huh. it, it it can detect if your motion is you know has a lower or uh, if your range of motion is too short, uh-huh. it'll say you know drop that lower knee further. Sure, oh, wow. Wow. Next rep. Matt Legrand, will there be a video about this in the future? I, I would have be very interested in really? seeing that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that, I mean, it kind of. There's was, nothing planned. Okay. No no video planned. Make it happen, Sean. I have to come over to no. Sean's house and just videotape him <laughs> in the nude. Doing doing I, his. Say, I'll, I, will, I will have to put clothes on for this one. Oh, okay. A little Borat outfit there. It's going to cut our views in half, man. If LeBron well, James well, well, does it, well, you we could know put it's the good. second version on OnlyFans. Or you know Only that fans. the subscription model is that expensive because they had to pay him. <laughs> That's true. Sure. Well, they also uh, have uh, Serena Williams, too. Serena so. Williams oh, and wow. LeBron James. Those are cheap wow. athletes to get for sponsoring your there you go. your stuff. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and, and, and it goes through. It's not just the you know, the strength training. There's cardio stuff. There's yoga. There's Pilates. There's huh. whatever any other exercise mirror sure. will do. This does. And, you know, like Matt yeah. said, it's very Peloton-esque in the way that it's set sure. up. And, I'm guessing and that's that, another thing. Like, you know, like with these coaches and these yeah. trainers – they're training thousands of people. Yeah. yeah right. And they're using what I'm assuming is some some type of AI yeah. to come up with the type that's of program and adjusting and and it'll adjust the weights. Yeah. You know, I'm, as I go through, it's not just gonna set. Really? Like, obviously there's a monthly subscription fee. Do, do you mind if I ask what that costs? Yeah, there is. It's it, it's uh fifty dollars. A month, okay. But it's for the household. All, right? so all anybody can use it. Right. So Shelly and I are using it. And if you guys wanted to come, you could Set up your own profile or just log in as hey, a guest. Hey, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> let me in. <laughs> 5 a.m. Workout time. Well, that's kind of cool. I'm sure that they looked at the the gym model and what a family pays to go to yep. the gym. And they're, well, let's just undercut them a little bit and give them the convenience of their own home and trainers. And, and, yeah, train, yeah, yeah. and it's a lot of trainers. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I looked at a, 
uh, before I got my Concept 2 rower, I was looking at Hydro Row. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That yeah. was like the one rower that really appealed to me because right. it was super quiet. Did Desfit all... do a video on it? Do you know? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. It might've... looked really cool. And I like the fact that it's got like graphics and things that you can follow and you can see how fast you're pedaling on, paddling on the water and all that fun stuff. But oh, I'm like, cool. I don't want to pay the 35 bucks a month for that. I can just use the Concept 2 and it okay. gives me a, a little data readout and you can upload programs into it and just watch YouTube instead. So okay. I didn't want to have to pay that, that monthly fee. Yeah kind of kills the trainer, the rower after that, if you want to do your own thing. Yeah. But I think they're really comparing this to the gym, yeah, that makes gym sense. prices, yep. which you're saving money. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. I mean, and for the gym, for, uh, Shelly and I as a couple, we were paying a hundred dollars a month, so it cuts it in half. But of course think, the unit itself is yeah. not inexpensive, you know, with what are those things? All the accessories and the installation and all that kind of stuff is $4,500, I think. Yeah. Wow. It's not cheap. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, there's the other thing is you pay for that and you're like, I'm going to be using this. So yeah. that helps your motivation to be like, sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, like a, the comment I made before with Lance, sometimes you just purchase discipline. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, well, I mean, I always do it now. Like <laughs> right. the whole concept of like, should I buy a new bike? I always tell people like there is real value in having this new bike because you're going to go ride it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I I like the concept of occasionally getting a new bike and being like more motivated to Whatever ride. Whatever inspires you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Lance Epler. Backpedal. Um, yeah, I am totally on the wagon at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so I'm everyone kind of January full speed. Yeah. So how much weight have you lost? I've only lost like ten pounds. Like only like In, eight pounds since the beginning of the year. Well, no, since oh, okay. since I returned from the cruise on December eighth. Okay. So it's been a month. Okay, that's good. So yeah, that's and, that's those are big gains for a month. Yeah, that's not too bad. So I'm highly disciplined with uh, the nutrition side of things too. I have been. Yeah. How many hours did you put in last week? 21. Oh, wow. <laughs> of the 21 hours, how much was outside? Two. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. It's a lot of Zwifting. That is a lot of Zwifting. I'm go on the record again and say, Lance is shaped like a Ken doll these days. <laughs> Smooth and nothing there. Smooth <laughs> and nothing there. I've been batted down to nothing left. Yeah. Yeah, I just did one ride outside. It, it's been kind of rainy and nasty, and been. there was one day where there was no rain, but um, a beautiful east wind, and I went and rode it for a couple hours. Did you get any KOMs? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it was windy. <laughs> it was windy, so It's been maybe. some big wind. We've had a lot of wind lately. It's been a good time. It's been a good week. Yeah, well, there's been crap, but it's all good. Cool. Good job, man. Thanks. I'm curious to see what you've got up your sleeve I, I know the wheels are turning up there when i watch and i get the notification that there's a strava and i look and i'm like that jackal rode another two three four five hours on the bike i'm like come on man i've been like i'll do a workout i'll do my workout like yeah. in the morning yeah like, and that's another thing is you've been doing all your workouts in the morning which is great for you yes and so i'm like get that done and then like four o'clock rolls around i'm i've done everything else i needed to do that day i'm just sitting there like watching a movie yeah and i'm like I may as well just go sit on the trainer at like 160 watts right. for two hours and uh, watch my FTP. You mean watching or join the the team RGT rides and <laughs> go and breakneck pace because you already did, did your intervals once. in the morning. So why not come back and get another hour and a half of like that, kill it? That buried me. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So I've just been I don't know on it. Good on you, dude. Good job, dude. So we'll see how it works, how it translates. I'll Jake, go until I break. And did I'll you break. also get 21 hours, Jake? <laughs> Just shy. Just shy. I, I got almost there at eight hours. So, but that, Ooh, that's for, good. That's great. That's, that's really good. For me, that's pretty good. I purposefully took off Monday and Friday. Yep. Um, just trying to give the hip a little bit of a break. How's and then on Saturday, I'm like, all right, my hip feels 
good, not great, but feels okay. good. And I'm supposed to just stay at a certain wattage. I'm like, I don't want to ride on another flat thing. So I did the Mount Vendu on uh, RGT and oh. did about 6,000 feet of climbing. Wow. So, and I think it was about a two and a half hour ride that I did oh, in yeah. total on that. So it was pretty good. And I just kept it at a very steady pace. It wasn't hammering it. And I'm like, all right, this, this was proof positive because that I'm making progress yeah. because of that whole two and a half hours, there was only about a, a one or two minute time period where I'm like, this is getting a little bit uncomfortable and tight. And then all of a sudden it settled down. Hmm. I don't know. That, that's, that's just, progress. That, that's progress. So I'm going to push it just a little bit more this week. See if I can maybe ramp up to like nine or 10 hours. And if I can do that, I think that there's a, a fighting chance that I can make it to the training camp and get some of the rides in, if not all. So, wow. Great. And we're two months out from that. We are. That's going to hurt, <laughs> but it's all good. All right, one last thing, Matt, go. Uh, okay, I posted a video last week. I always give video up, updates for people, and it was how to pick a GPS watch in 2023. Press pause for pause. You, 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 Matt's telling us, but he almost looked at Sean like he was telling Sean what he was what doing. What I do? Sean, we've, this is our 256th episode. How many of them do you think you listen to? About 10 or 12? Oh, more than that. Maybe 15? 50. <laughs> 50? 50. All right. 75. You, I don't know. Okay. You've been listening since the very beginning, right? Yeah. All right. So. Although I will say that um, it's a little harder to find since it fell off a stitcher. It fell uh, off a stitcher? It, it won't update on my stitcher. It's like really? September 7th. Fixed. September 7th was the last episode that I have on stitcher. Oh. That's really interesting. I did not know that. I don't check every single platform because there's so many of them out there. Um, I generally will check um, Google. Because I get people will tell me <laughs> they hey it's not coming up on Google and then I will absolutely check um, Apple and the iTunes and then I'll check uh, Spotify and it's always up there and sometimes we have issues with Apple but they've been pretty good recently but I'll go back and check into that so yeah and every so often you know because I listen when I walk my dog I always listen yeah. to podcasts and on Stitcher and it'll cycle through and it's always going back to the same September seventh interesting it's gotta be like, like the that's RSS too old. I don't want to listen to that yeah. go to the next one yeah I'll, I'll get that fixed sorry Matt I didn't mean to no, interrupt that's okay. you so if people do see problems with the podcast let us know so yeah. we can fix stuff yeah there's that helps a lot of parts and pieces that there you think that they, that the hosting company we work with they're like yeah you just have to upload it here and then we send it out to everybody and if you don't go and check sometimes you don't know and right. there have been times where I just assumed and I came back like two or three days later I'm like hey it's not up on iTunes and then they have to go and fix things so mm-hmm. anyway. Go ahead. So yeah, um, video I posted last week was how to pick a GPS watch in 2023. And it's like a lot of stuff like, what's your budget? What's your stuff? You know, like what activities are you going to do? Just going through all those little things to think about if you're picking out a watch. Because the question I get all the time is like, what watch should I get? And they're just, they just want one answer. They just want the watch that they should get. And I'm like, dude, I I, I can't answer that for you. <laughs> like, I don't if If you're scraping pennies together, then don't buy the Epics because it's an expensive watch, tell right? Like everybody to buy the Casio calculator Casio watch. Casio calculator yes. watch. Just tell every them. Time. Just watch That's the watch. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the video. Just know Casio calculator watch. But yeah, so that, and then I have a ton of videos that I have listed that I've wanted to make that I've started working on. And I, if I could make like four videos per week, I could get through my list. But otherwise, it's just going to inevitably. Pile Is that up. something you would ever want to do? I would love to have more time to work on videos. It's just I I just put a lot of time into each video, yeah. and so one per week is is the right amount. Yep. And I think it's it's good to have a backlog. You could ask I guess. Chat, uh, chat, chat GPT. Uh, GPT to prioritize prioritize my list. <laughs> I should I should do the things that are more popular first, but eh. Whatever. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, do the there ones that are That's more interesting answer. to you because they'll get yeah. done. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to do um, 
like Garmin 955 after six months, and uh -huh. then with also probably a Garmin 255 after six months, and then uh, a couple of things with the Apple Watch Ultra, just like, you know, how's it after 100 days? Maybe I'll do like a, a video of that, and then uh, which watch straps to pick for the Apple Watch Ultra. People gotcha. are very interested in that watch, so Sweet. keep making some of that stuff. And then there's some other interesting things. I told, Did I tell you guys about that sweat sensor that I've been testing? Yeah. So I've got a video on that coming up, as well as the Zwift Hub. Oh, yeah. Which... Their new smart trainer. Yeah, which I'm very excited about because it's a budget smart trainer, and I think it's going to be very helpful for a lot of people to get into this particular, like just get into indoor riding. Yeah. But, it's like 500 bucks, but it's a, yeah. but it's a it's smart a, trainer. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, rear wheel off. Rear wheel it's, off it's, smart it's, trainer. It's, yeah, um, it's great. I'm excited about it for budget-minded people. Probably not for a lot of this group that listens to this podcast, but well, for a lot of people that are new to indoor riding. Yeah, I'd love to see a comparison contrast. I mean, you got to set up all of the trainers in, in, in a row and just jump on them and say, all right, how did that thing work? Yeah, how's it feel? How's it work? Does it does power drift over yeah. you know an hour or two-hour ride? Yeah. I think that is might be a slight issue uh -huh. with that particular trainer. And so I still think it's one of those things where I might recommend it just because of the budget pricing. Sure. Where it's like, if you're brand new to indoor riding, you don't know if you're going to like it. Spend five hundred bucks as opposed to a thousand bucks. That's a big, big difference in price. Yeah, I don't sure. know. So that's where I'm at, and I still have lots of testing to do on all of those things. But I rattled off what like five or six videos that I've got planned or whatever yeah. that I want to do or I've started, and it's like can't get to them all. Too much. Too much. <laughs> Sean, one last thing. One last thing. Um, well, I'll be excited to come back if you let me. Yeah. Oh I'll yeah. Give you an update on the tone. Oh, on the because tonal. it is oh, yeah. the it, it is the. It's been pretty exciting. Are, are your shoulders going to be able to fit through the doors, though, when you're that ripped? Because it's kind of narrow getting in here. Well, you know, if Lance's head could fit through the door. <laughs> oh. <laughs> good point. That's good point. A good point. It's that imaginary lat syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Swell up. Oh, yeah, that'd be getting great. Swole. Love to have you back on again. Lance Hepler. Yeah. One last thing. I, um, I'm leaving town again. Where, like you don't you know, do. okay, surprise. Arizona. I'm going to Arizona. Lance okay. is going to bike camp. <laughs> going to bike camp. You're going to bring uh, some bikes? I am taking all Literally my Literally going to bike camp. Collect them all. Yes. All my, my bikes. My Your wife. TT bike. My, my wife. Yeah, not taking no. it. No, no. My wife has a pickleball camp in, in Mesa. I think that's no, awesome. Not camp. I love that. That's awesome. It's a pickleball tournament. tournament. Yeah. I should clarify. She's, she's doing right, a tournament yeah. with some friends of hers. Yeah. So she's going down for that. I am meeting her. Your wife her. is the coolest person I know. She's pretty cool. Um, I'm meeting her with the bikes and the dog and the van later. Oh, she's going to fly. She's and you're flying gonna... down. Okay. I'm driving down. I'm waiting for a part for the van before I can leave town. Okay. So I... It kind of makes more sense if you're bringing all the bikes. It does. That she's flying because she's, yeah. Yeah. How many is all these days? Well, he doesn't mean all his bikes. I, I take three bikes. I take my, my road bike, my gravel bike, and my mountain bike with me. Yeah. And then her you bring gravel a bike. bike. I bring her gravel, gravel. bike okay. and her mountain bike usually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you think you'll take five? Probably five. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. We can fit them all. So. Yeah, put one in the front seat, you know, <laughs> lean right. it over your, your, as you're driving, you're just like, which wheel am I turning? Oh, wrong wheel. <laughs> but I am doing a cycling camp in Tucson, but that's at the end of the month. So at a, at a cycling, at the, the cycling house, which is a, what is this? It's a, it's a, you know, one of these fancy, some bougie bike, place. bougie bike place <laughs> where 
You really? go, you ride like sixty or seventy or eighty miles a day, and they feed you. And oh, that you sounds sleep awesome! There, they and apply they, the chamois cream for they, you. <laughs> <laughs> is and, and you say that is in Tucson to the it's sparkling undercarriage. Oh, I didn't, he, I didn't know you were doing this. Yeah. This is cool. So and they'll I, probably take you on cool rides. Yeah, they, all the cool rides around Tucson. Yeah. Well, it's like five days of riding or something. They like motor that, you on so. a moped too, so you can get all the KOMs. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So I have no idea what kind of people are going to be. You don't know anyone else that's going to be there. Anybody else? It's going to be fun. You're going to meet a lot of people and make some friends. This is some place that we were considering for our training camp because they have they have chefs and 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 housing housing and and a pool and a hot tub mechanics mechanics and they have everything. So we were considering it for our camp. It's just expensive. Yeah. To you know when they have all of that and I'm like we don't need all that. All we need is. The housing. The housing. But but go check it out and you can report back for us. He gave me a little break to come check it out. So I'm okay. going to check it out because we might bring a team. We're actively seeking sponsors. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> to send 20 house. people to cycling camp. Yep. We only need $60,000. So, <laughs> and like that's that. a real number. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm headed down there to check that out. So cool. We'll see how it goes. Cool. Sounds awesome. My one last thing. Matt Legrand, I might need your help next week because Lance is going to be ditching yeah. me here. I've got a, a certain company that's bringing me a oh, certain couple yeah. devices to, oh, yeah, to, I'm to in. test out, and we need to. We can work with, together. Yeah, we let's look for things. good weather and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Or Lots. bad weather, or all the weather. I don't. Or care. all the weather. I think yes, I 100% agree with you that we should make more fun videos together because it would be fun. 100%. Yep. Yep. Really looking forward to that. Some okay. new stuff coming down. Can't say what it is. Can't show you anything, but more products to test. More cool. products to test. And, like, and that is my list of videos that I should be working on. Videos to come. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Sean. Hey, we really appreciate you taking the time that to come was out. Really fun. Thank oh, you. I'm very thankful. Play podcast with us. So <laughs> play the pod. We will be back next week with another one of these. And until then, bye for now. Bye.